Before there was IMDB.com, there was Zach and Dustin. You know those guys who think they know everything about a movie without having to go on the internet to look it up? That's us, but maybe only for the years 1981 through mid-1989. No, I'd say late 1978 through early 1992. <laughs> Either way, we know movies, and even more specifically, we know soundtracks from those movies. Yeah, this is $2 Late Fee with Zach and Dustin. This is the podcast where we pick a movie and soundtrack from our youth that we loved and see if it still holds up today. All in the spirit of positivity and togetherness. Thanks for listening. On to the show. What happened this past weekend, for those that may have missed it totally, we had Matt Adler and John Philbin not only in person with us in in the studio at Real Voice LA, uh, but also we went live on YouTube for the first time. And man, holy crap! Like I, I was, I was not expecting the, any of the response that we got. No, neither was I. Um, obviously, this this was a first for us to do it, and we had wanted to do this because we wanted to celebrate our two year anniversary of having two dollar late fee, which started in September of two thousand nineteen. So we thought, what could we do that would be unique? And you'll hear in the interview with John Philbin and Matt Adler, you know, they were two of our not quote unquote favorite guests, but definitely two guests that we wanted to have back on together at the same time. And we did. And man, it was a lot of fun, uh, a lot of interaction with with fans of North Shore and um, overall just a really great day to be in the studio with two really solid guys reminiscing on one of our favorite movies from the 80s, North Shore. I mean, I would say they are, they were our favorite guests. <laughs> okay, I just I don't mean, want to make trying, anybody you know, feel slighted. No, you're being diplomatic, and I, I, you know, right, and I understand that. It's like, uh, you know, at the kid's birthday party, everybody gets a party favor, and uh, they're really all equal. That's for me. But some kids, right, some kids, you, you give a little, the, the piece of cake's a little bigger. Right, because you're like this kid earns it, and then if the kid is if the kid is mean, you're like, I'm giving him a tinier piece. <laughs> right? I'm just trying to get some insight. That's what that's. I just assume that's what happens when you don't like kids. I just want to make you feel uncomfortable about like maybe not liking kids or liking kids more. Or, you know, oh, everybody. No, Zach, definitely kids. Zach, Zach was like. a teacher. Zach was a teacher for a million years. Pretty much say that in every single episode, don't I? Um, yeah, but like for some people that might just be listening to this for the first time, I never, I never sure. want to assume that everyone's heard all, of our, heard all of our episodes because really I haven't even heard them and I've been there, you know. So I don't that's remember true. what we talk about most of the time. So um, that's not entirely. I mean, I, I remember things, but the point is that you were a, a teacher, and I, you know, a part of me is sad that you're not still a teacher because I would, I want like every child that I'm close to to be in your class. I think that would have been. Oh, that's so nice. Um, because I know that all kids not only felt, you know, cherished and loved and, um, you know, they, they were made to feel that they were special, but also in a way that was consistent with the reality of the world. You weren't blowing smoke. Nope. I don't sugarcoat so. it. And maybe that's why Matt and John came back on our show, because they understood the, uh, 
they, they, they were getting the affirmations, but the real ones. It wasn't just like, oh, I'm a big fan. It was more like, no, you're a solid dude, and here's the reasons why we think you are. And it was reciprocated, and they come back on the show and then, uh, you know, share the love. Share the love. Yeah, it was... It was, and a great you brought it back so well because I was going I was just kept bringing it further further to your kindergarten career, but um, yeah, but but both Matt and John before we started recording said that you are the nicest person they've ever met in their lives, <laughs> and that's true. You are the nicest person to walk the earth, and I know that's a weird badge to have to wear. Um, probably makes you feel uncomfortable, but it's true. You are the nicest person, and. Um, <laughs> And yeah, so I just want to say that. So this is this was taped. This was taped live. You won't hear a live studio audience because we, you know, we're, we. This was not filmed in front of a live studio audience, but this was live on YouTube. And yeah, you're you're getting this uh, pretty much uncut, I, I would think, at this point, right? Yeah, for the most part. Yeah. I think we, you know, obviously uh, we might have tightened a few things, but overall, yeah, uncut, unfiltered. If you didn't see this live, go on our YouTube, subscribe to our YouTube as well. We've got a lot more things planned to do live on video as well. However, this is our home base. This is where we started. These are our roots. This is where we live in the podcast world. So you're the audience that we've always wanted to reach out to. You're the ones that we're, you know, reaching our hand out to say, hey, you're special. Thanks for listening to us. And I just want to also shout out uh, two people, Patrick Cabin and my boy, my brother, Terry Chapman for signing up to Patreon this month. Um, thank you guys so much for signing up to Patreon, being a part of the show. Um, Patrick and Terry signed up for this month, uh, and hopefully we'll get more further down the road. But for those of you that haven't signed up yet and are considering it, the content is going to keep on rolling and getting better and better as time goes on. Tales from the Video Store, which is really entertaining and funny. Why does Zach own this, which is really entertaining and funny? What does Dustin know, which is really sad and pathetic? Um, I don't know a lot of things. I don't know a lot of things. And then we've got uh, our celebrity interview guests do a segment called $2 Six Questions, which is a lot of fun. Um, We kind of did that with Matt and John on the show with questions from the listeners. So if you're at our highest tier... That is also something to be considered as well. Uh, Patrick Cabine, for sure. And Jeff and Halise Rubin, for sure, will be able to do, uh, be able to ask questions as well to our guests. guests. Totally. Yes, but we gave you a little taste of that in the interview. Um, But if you haven't signed up and you're considering, give it a little, we're giving a little gentle nudge in that direction, if you don't mind. Just a little bit of gentle nudge, but consider it. And for those of that already have signed up, once again, thank you guys so much. Truly, truly. And very well said. Yeah, you, you went through everything yes. so so perfectly. So, um, Oh, in the mix yeah. CD. I forgot about that. Oh, golly. Yes, the mix CD. Everybody, you will get a personalized, and I do mean personalized, mix CD. Um, it's a total, it's, a, it's an actual surprise. Like you'll, you'll, but you'll get music that is very hard to find, all 80s soundtrack-based songs that have been featured on the show or in songs that um, have not been featured on the show but are, like, impossible to find uh, at our highest tier. Anyway, we've been talking a lot. I bet these guys want to hear Matt and John. Let's get to it. Without further ado, drop that mic and don't get drilled.
This is really special uh, for all of us in this room because yeah. we have interviewed. All right, we got Matt Adler. Hola. We, we got John Philbin. We got Zach Schaefer. Hi. And me, Ben Vereen. Do you guys remember wow. Um, wow. Little Zoobly Zoo? I love Zoobly Zoo. I do. Yeah, I do. It's very obscure for like the four people that, uh, that know that. <laughs> um, but that was always my favorite part. Was like, and me, Ben Vereen. Sure. Um, this, is, this is Dustin Rubin, by the way. Resident I, jokester. We have interviewed you both separately. Um, John, you were like our second interview, Early I think, on, that we yeah, did. Yeah. It was like... At my house. Yeah, I remember. Oh, you didn't go by this. I didn't realize that. Yeah, it's got an ocean. It was inside Zach's house. Wow. None of us knew what was going to happen, and it was like special to the next level kind of situation. Yeah, Uh, something happened. Something happened. It was special. We did. I mean, the the three of us uh, and Zach's wife and 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 son. We we left better that day. But if anyone hasn't heard that, you should definitely definitely go back and listen. It's a great, great Um, interview. John's pretty heavy. It's not it's it's heavy but in a good way. Yeah. No, it is it is great. It is great. First half of it. Um, But then the second half is just great. I disagree. (laughs) I think I think there's a level of realness there. First half is great. The second half is hard to listen. No, no it's I think you were just so authentic and and whether or not there was a level of caffeine going on where you're you're like, oh there's so much I had so much coffee. Who cares? It was all truthful. You're yeah, speaking yeah. truthfully. Yeah, you you could you I because you identify with those first things I said because it was during an award season and we were watching yeah. celebrities on the carpet promoting their work. Yes, yeah. yes. And I was like, yes. there's no difference between look at the, what they're doing is exactly the same thing as what anybody who's ever done totally. anything is doing. We're just doing this advertising thing, you know, and it's that's life. And there's the, the judgment on the value of the you know how much one costs to another is irrelevant when it comes to a human being relating to it and identifying with it scene. We've digressed from our intro. Yes. So, yes. Matt Adler. That's me. You, we also interviewed you about you did. a year plus. Mm-hmm. Also an amazing interview. I think both of your interviews, Zach and I were like, these are on our best of list. We don't have an official best of we should no, We should have a best of list, right? Let's just, let's just say it right now. You guys, top two, best sure. of list. I would agree Not with that. Not just saying that because you're in the <laughs> room. Yeah. How'd you get Matt Adler? Well, I wanted to say, yeah. <laughs> I wanted to say Because that's a difficult get. It's a very difficult get. Nobody reason, had gotten No him. one had seen Matt. He, he hadn't no one, seen the sun like, in no. like 35 He's years. He's legendary on this thing, but, but no one had actually spoken to the actual Matt In Adler. fact, coming to this office studio was the first place I had been in 30 years. Yep. I remember, I remember you said that you walked in kind of t- gingerly, and we were like, Matt, are you okay? And you were like, I just haven't been anywhere in yeah. 30 years. I haven't been anywhere. So John <laughs> gingerly said that you guys had asked for the Matrix. Like the, ma- the Matrix. I'm not even going to explain Yeah, don't explain But anyway, don't. John introduced me to you guys, and yeah. I listened to John's interview, and I thought it was fantastic. And so I was like, yeah, I'll talk to those guys. Because I'm so special. Like, oh, I'll talk to those and guys. And he liked because, what oh, you, so how you guys managed it. Yes. How you managed me, how you managed to get the questions you asked. It was the first time, I think, I've ever done an interview where the interviewers were so informed on the topics they well, were, thanks. you know, for sure. we had come oh, to sit sure. down and That's give our right. time to. They were super And super sincere. Yeah. About is, your love of this time, uh, this genre, of, this yeah, time of movie making. Yeah, which yeah. is like, cool for us. Yeah. yeah. And I'm obviously... It's cool for everyone because the success of uh, yeah. $2 Lacey is totally. going like this. There's this huge market, and you tapped it. I mean, it's crazy. You guys are totally worth the money that we're paying you to be here today, so I really appreciate Thank that. We, we it's really, not enough. 
Okay, well, but you guys are a small, fledgling <laughs> up and comers. Up and comers. We're going to get some royalties. I remember when we wanted to have you back to kind of do an intro, yeah, no. and you were like, well, you guys are rich and famous yeah. now. Right. I heard, or Rick Kane heard It that, seemed but, like it. Right. It seems like, you the, act like you're the rich illusion, The illusion of success. The it's illusion. how we can dress. I, can I ask a question, though? Please. Like, you, like, what? how do you guys measure success in this like, I don't understand how this all works. That's to the million-dollar question, like, actually. How do you measure success as a social media podcasting, like, 80s-loving duo? Well, yeah. I think there's one piece of it, of, of the authenticity that you're talking about, like, the, the, in the genuine interest. We're not doing this just because, like, to, to be the next big thing. We're doing this right. because we love the movies that we talk about, the music that we talk about, the people that we get to interview. Um it's all real important to us. So that, in a sense, is a measure of, oh, well, we've hit it, you know, because we're getting to do the thing we want to do. And you're getting people but that you want to come sales, in. But merch sales, TV, T-shirt sales. That's more promotion. TV it's, sales. It's, yep. TV yep. sales. Yep. Right. YouTube sales, YouTube right? Sales. I mean, eventually, what, what we're doing right now is what we would love to be doing as a full-time gig down right. the road, whatever. Right. Um, but you have other jobs? Of course, yeah. You know, we have to. We yeah. have to, and 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 in order, you know, to pay the bills, so to speak. Yes, we're not all My Joe Rogan, <laughs> you know. We're not all uh, the shameless fellas who just signed a what eighty-seven million dollar deal with Amazon. Who's to, the, the to, shameless fellas? Um, the shameless calling, brothers. Am I, I'm not shame, not shameless. <laughs> no. Smartless. What am I saying? I'm, oh, yeah, I just yeah, combined yeah, yeah. two shows. I don't watch shame. Do you guys watch Shameless? I have. Yeah, that's yeah. a show on Showtime. Show. I'm talking about show, Smartless. Sure. You're talking about Smartless. We're yeah, not, we're not all like smartless. here's a bunch. Yeah. Here's some guys who like. Listen, it's you're in a different. We're not Jason category. Bateman, yeah. no. Right. Well, no one. Is. They had quite no. a leg up, yes. quite an advantage. Yeah. Right. This is this is this is a passion that we had, um, love of mutual love of each other. Like we're we're, we're buddies, we're bros, <laughs> you know. And we're like, we should do this thing, and talk about these things we love, mm-hmm. and uplift people in some way. When we get emails and messages from people saying, "Wow, I listen to your show. It makes me feel so good." That's value to me that's money to you're me. doing it for the love of the game yeah for the love. Yeah. Love of the game. yeah do you guys watch that new show that's on hulu called only murders in the building yes yeah, with, i've uh, seen a couple of those episodes you know steve martin martin yeah, short all the martins great cast. selena gomez. gomez um there's like a an episode where you know steve martin they're, they're all just so kind of naive about the podcasting business they just all love true crime and there's a there's a like a line where you know martin short says to steve martin like we have like 17 downloads and Steve Martin's like, is that a lot? And then like a millennial that's standing next to him was like, no. But there's so there's like, and that kind of was like, yeah, that's kind of what podcasting that's is. Me. To that's me. I'm off. the guy who I'm says, a, is that a lot? Right? Is that a lot? Yeah. But now know. I know no. 17 is not a lot. Like 117 right. would be a lot. That's a right. lot. That's a lot. 17 and a half. Do you know that many people? No. Um, My wife but, said to me a long time ago, she said, do something that, uh, do things that bring you joy. This brings me joy. Mm-hmm. Whether we're getting paid for it or not is irrelevant to me, ultimately, because it's bringing me joy. And I'm going to keep doing it until it doesn't bring me joy. Okay. But we'll show you our, our receipts. That may, and that may happen in the middle of this interview. It could. Bye, guys. That's right. <laughs> it's not fun anymore. That would be great. That would be great would for be ratings. Be dramatic. It would, you know, Super dramatic. Um, sweeps week. That'll really, in November. But I want to tie um, it back to the, what, what, I mean, obviously, you guys came on our show way back when. And what we didn't really cover is the relationship that you guys have. And when oh, Dustin- Oh, and I'm sorry, I just want to say yeah. one thing. 
when we both interviewed separately, yeah, we said we need to do this together. Like we were like this. That's a no brainer. And then of course, yeah, COVID nineteen happened, right? And we haven't seen people uh, yeah. for many many years. So that's even more special. Like now, you know, twenty. It's it really is like twenty months later after we had had the inception of the idea. Mm-hmm. Um, to get you guys in the room. So, but please continue. No, yes. we always wanted to have you guys together because it is a fascinating story. There, obviously, you know, there's a huge love of North Shore. There's a huge love of the surf genre, I guess, you know, if I think of like Endless Summer and Big Wednesday, stuff like that. But North Shore always seems to be at the top of a lot of people's lists. Mm-hmm. And there's been revival showings, case in point, my bachelor party when I went to the Arrow Theater, met you guys. Um, and I pretty, have one picture of you outside because you were like, you never got a, I remember this now. You said, you guys never got a picture with us. And I'm like, yeah. And you're like, come on, let's do it. You came out to find us. Oh, good. You didn't. <laughs> um, <laughs> but you guys called us up on stage to say <laughs> hi to us, to meet us really quick. It was really nice. <laughs> and so, uh, did you like that? It actually, Not worked. that I'm remembering anything that happened. At all. There. But oh, when oh. you did that, it just meant a lot. And here we are. That was in 2012. Oh, gosh. My wife's going to be like, when did we get married? What year did we get married? I think it was like 20, 2011 when we did that, or 2012. 2012, yeah. Um, and I don't remember the year I got married, but I remember what you guys didn't do that day right. for me. You didn't come out. You didn't come out. You were wearing I didn't come that to thing. Find you. you <laughs> yes. How dare you? You said you would find How me. How dare you? You didn't sir. find me. No, but here we are, so many years later, and I'm like, let's do this. Let's make it happen. Obviously, we're still living in a much crazy time right now than we would have ever imagined back in 2012. Yeah. But uh, here we are, and it's great to have you guys here and talk about North Shore, talk about your relationship, and. Okay. I mean, what did you? Who got who got hired first to North Shore? I don't know, actually. Do you know? It had to be you. I I didn't get the part. I had seven seven auditions. I I, what they didn't. Well, you know, I don't know the answer to that. I don't know the answer. But I know I auditioned seven times. I didn't meet you till I got there. I auditioned. You were there already, right? (laughs) When I met you. Yeah. When I met you, okay. At the hotel, Turtle Bay, right? Yeah. Is that where we met, or did we did we I, go to dinner? See, I I, I don't remember. This you is a you long didn't come time prepared. Ago, but I will have to say, <laughs> I, I pro- probably was me first. And I only say that because typically, in, they want to cast the lead of a movie yeah. first. Yeah. Um, but when we when I got to Hawaii, I did go early, but I went a couple of weeks early. And then I met John at the Turtle Bay Hotel. Oh, I love and, Turtle Bay. Uh, Turtle and Turtle love Bay. That hotel. Of course. That was it. Yeah. That, the rest is history. The rest is history. <laughs> We're done. Thanks, guys. Thanks yeah. for joining us. No, so, but what was it? Was it one of those moments where you guys met each other and you're like, hey, this is cool. We're getting, like, you seem like a cool dude. Or did you kind of hit it off instantly? We, I mean, we weren't. Enemy. We didn't like fight when we met each no, other. You know, like some fight. some relationships start that way. But ours was just kind of cool, mutual. You know, cool respect, feeling each other's outgoing, surfing and stuff. Mm-hmm. And Matt just kept drinking diet cokes and like smoking <laughs> cigarettes and Hollywood I think diet. I started smoking because of you. No, I and then uh, <laughs> I was like, oh, you drink is diet coke. Like everyone else is drinking alcohol and stuff, you mm-hmm. know, and I'm not drinking alcohol. I wasn't drinking, and, yeah. and, and Matt, I never saw him take a drink, you know, like, and then uh, I was like, you don't drink? And he's like, nope. And I'm like, did you used to drink? He goes, you. 
<laughs> and that's how I am. And I was like, me too. So that was a bond yes. before we knew each other personally too well. That was a bond that we can immediately dig into to get the – because our job is to get a relationship Big going as, right. as deep as possible before – Action, <laughs> you know. Yeah. So you know. So we're we're all actors are just looking for an in yeah. to get personal. Well, and that yeah. was, I think, my first in with you was that. And that was pretty fast. Yeah, it was that fast. happened really. Fast. It happened fast. And then we just hit it off in the way that people do that have that shared sense of humor about surfing. So many things about surfing, <laughs> about acting, about Hollywood. Yeah. I mean, we knew. I think we knew a lot of the same we, people. Yeah, we knew some of the same and, people. And um, yeah, it was pretty instantaneous. It was pretty instantaneous. Yeah. Very early, my recollection, very early on, we started drawing cartoons about how bad we were compared to the pro surfers we're surrounded yes. by. Really? How yes. just, we're just getting destroyed out in the lineups at, on the North Shore, just yeah. drawing stick drawing figures stick up, figure us cartoons. going over the falls, our boards <laughs> yeah. breaking, you know, like... And we call ourselves Team Kook. And that to be able to Team bond Kook, that Kook. way about <laughs> surfing in a surf movie, you know, you know, that they we're, we're going out to lunch with Jerry Lopez and Laird Hamilton and stuff. And it's like, we're just like pros. Yeah. And also like to have that outlet of sort of blowing off that steam of in that culture, mm-hmm. yeah. in the machoist of macho culture. Yeah. Ego deflation. Oh my God. Which is a bonding thing. Get rid of your, because we're working, you know, like, yeah. You don't have ego with some about. You don't want to have boundaries between someone you're gonna you're trying to create a bond with. I don't know why I'm looking at that camera. It's just distracting. That's, that's the mar- distracting. That's, 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 that's us. Is it better I'm, looking I, than me? That's the I world. I, yeah. Would you mind just and could you get no? That's so everyone. anyway. Yeah, the ego deflation thing was easy with Matt because he's <laughs> self. You know, he, he you know he doesn't have an ego about shit, and that really helps in the surfing world because once you go outside, you've got to have uh, a character that's got an ego. You know, but when and, you're inside and, trying to get deep, you got to eliminate your ego. And I also, mm. I have to say this, having that fun release, ego releasing bond with John, I, I really needed that because I felt really like alone. Yeah. As the lead of this movie, I'd never been the, the lead of a movie before in this culture, in this place. And... I I was like, I was very. Uh, it's a scary thing, and to have him to be able to look at and be like, "Hoof, fuck!" Like and like to laugh about stuff, to laugh about other things that were going yeah. on, to not just be like. It was just a. It's a. It's a. I don't want that experience anymore. Like, <laughs> yeah. I really don't. I don't. I, it's too much. It's a lot. Um, and it was essential. For survival, that John and I had the relationship that we had at that time, just because I was a- out of my element, and I feel like, quite honestly, out of my league. Like I didn't know what I was doing. I was trying to be an actor and do this thing, um, but I was just—it was just new and and scary and hard. Well, I can imagine That's too. The best thing it, I've heard about that—that that was. Uh, I didn't know that. I mean, it makes perfect sense. I, I that, see that clearly now. I didn't know that for a long time. Yeah, you just came. Yeah, that's beautiful. I like it. Ting. Yeah. <laughs> it is beautiful. Yeah, it's beautiful. It was really... That was a hit. <laughs> it was a hit. It was a hit. Well, I can imagine... I can only imagine if you guys met each other and you were smoking him in the water 
and it wasn't the same. It wasn't a thing where like like you were bonding with Laird, you know, because, right, and making fun of Matt, right? Totally right. different scenario, right. completely different. Yeah, it's a whole different. That would be a whole different experience. Sucked. And both yeah, together, it, you like, you, it was yeah. you kind of against the whole world. Like the the the, the production was having problems. We had to recast, you know, everything wasn't going smoothly at all. It's super low budget in the first place. We're like, we're yeah. surfers, but what is this? I mean, are we, you know, and then we got all these pro surfers and it was you against the world. Whereas I had it very luck, I, very easy. I had it super easy. And so I could, and because I really, I just really identified with your sense of humor and stuff and your other things. And it was just so easy for me just to be your buddy your best friend, I got your back. And you got my back when I got scared and nervous and it was me against the hooey or something like, or, or someone in particular, you had my, totally had my back out in the world. Did you have a moment with the hooey that was tense? Of course, yeah. Sure. I sure, you I can't did. not. Really? Yeah, you, I mean, at least uh, then, you yeah. couldn't not. Oh, it's yeah. unavoidable. Yeah. You want to hear my moment? Yeah, I do. Yeah, we do. We do. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I can share this live. But uh, uh, Junior, this fucking guy, ultimately was in love with and would see all the time when I go back to Hawaii because I went back. But at the time, he was so intimidating to me because I'm just like a middle class white boy actor coming from Hollywood to the North Shore, and the who and I'm not a tough guy or anything, and the who is you know intimidating. And, and Junior is and Junior's a massive human. Just this hugest, gnarly fucking biggest guy on the beach. Whoa. It's the biggest guy, biggest hooey guy in the movie and on the beach. Wow. His name's Junior. And um, I just remember <laughs> coming out of the water once, you know, and I've got dyed white hair and yeah. spray tan shaved chest, <laughs> you know, and I'm like coming out of the water and I, I – I, but I'm playing a character that's a local, so I'm supposed to be super confident, you know, and like know my – I knew know my place or anything or, you know – Anyway, I walk out of the water once and I'm like fixing my hair or something. I look up and Junior's just looking at me and it seemed like he was looking at me with contempt. Oh, man. Or like, who the fuck is this fucking rooster head? Yeah. And that's what he called me. He goes, rooster head. And I was like, I didn't know what to do oh, or think. I go, that guy doesn't like, you know, and I, like, yeah. I walk back. I'm like intimidated by him for the next. Then he, he went. I don't know if I can say that, but yeah, he's calling me a derogatory name. Okay. And I'm scared of him. And we all go to a party at Belzyland, the Halloween party, and I'm sitting with Matt, and I go, Matt, this guy Junior who's here, like, he doesn't like me. Like, he's fucking calls me names and shit. And he's like, well, John, what you need to do, and I recommend you do it as quickly as possible, is you need to go to him personally, man to man, and say, Junior, my name's John, and introduce yourself okay. with all humility and respect and self, you know, and, you know, like confidence, have a confidence that you lack, John, by avoiding it. The more you avoid it, the more he's going to make fun of you. You have to confront that fear right now and say, Junior, this guy's huge. My name is John. Yeah. And I was like, oh, fuck, you're right. <laughs> I, I have to do that, you know. I have to slay that dragon. All of a sudden, he's coming down the stairs. He's got elephant trunk legs, you know, oh, and the stairs are going, God. boom. I remember this. Boom. <laughs> Boom, I go, that's him. There's no one but, that could mean no one but Junior. The biggest guy on the set. Boom, he's been drinking, it's a party. I'm like, I have to do this right now. And he's like, yeah, right now. He gets down, I stand up, I kind of make my way. I go, Junior. Yeah, move the head. I'm like, my name is John. 
it's good to meet you, you know? And I shake his hand. He goes, ah, I'm just fucking with you, bro. You know, like <laughs> yeah. now, yeah. now he's my ally. Yeah, yeah. I went from enemy to ally, but I had to face that fear. Matt yep. helped me with that, and I'll be forever grateful. Well, that's awesome. That is awesome, and I remember that very, very well. And it's a very endearing memory that I have of that movie and that that night. Also, it was a pretty safe place for you to do that. I don't know that I would have told you to walk into a group of guys, you know, at under the Sunset tent Beach, at, yeah. or you know what just I mean. Go like, right up to that just guy. Just go right up to him. You know, like this was our set. You know, with our guys, if he did try to kill you, somebody would have stepped in to break it up. Right. Yeah. It was the safest place it could have possibly <laughs> right. been. Yeah. Thank Party God. setting. It's everyone's jovial. It's all chill. But yeah. Hopefully. And I think I, I, you know what? I don't. What compelled me to do that? I don't know. It just seemed to make sense to me. You got to disarm this guy. Like, don't give him a reason to hate you. Give him a reason to like. Respect he wants you. to be human. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Matt didn't have those fears I had. And also his character not true. Coming to the North That's not true. His character comes to the North Shore, starts going out with the hooey chick and fights the hooey and says all this stuff. And I'm like, Don't mess with the hooey, bro. I mean like (laughs) nobody messes with the hooey. Don't even look at him, you know, I'm that guy. And he's like coming from the mainland going, They're just people like I took my stuff, you know, like well, that's not right, you know. I'll fight for my (laughs) belt buckle, you know, and I'm (laughs) like I don't want to get hit in the face in front of other people. I just don't want to get slapped hard in my face, but uh, but you didn't have those fears. You're 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 <laughs> Matt Adler and Rick Kane. You but did. I got slapped because you're not in a face. Yeah, well, that's life on the North Shore. Everybody right. does. That's life. That is life on the North Shore. That's a that is how it works. But you're not afraid of it. That that was the difference. I was like, I need to not be afraid of what's going to happen when I do the right thing in this interaction. Speaking no. truth to power or standing up for yourself, and that's only the only way they would ever respect you. And they did it in the movie and they did in real life and me as well is when you stand up to the intimidation. I'm not going to be intimidated. I'm a human being and it's going to be, you know, I will stand my ground and I'm a man. Never mind. Well, but but where's, where's that confidence come from? I though? I, I, no, yeah, no. It's, it's a misreading. It's not confidence. I'm afraid, just yeah. afraid to get a hit in the face as you are. You are? Yeah. I don't see that in you. Well... I don't know what to tell you. But you're, you're so I, you know, method. You're so method in that sense of you thought you had your shit together. Well, I, I also, you know, I had the overconfidence of going like, I'm. This is a Hollywood freaking movie set. They're not going to let anything happen to me. Okay. Like, okay. You know, what are they going to do? They're yeah, going to let a guy sure. punch me in the face? Well, apparently they did. Tell that so, story. It's just your when you Rough surf. Segue. You I can't surf, get enough of it. If you surf in Hawaii, you're going to get smacked in the face. Right? Yeah, it's I mean, just, that's a, just what happened. The Hawaiian. Yep. How'd you like a Hawaiian? And, part? you know, the. <laughs> it's real. Yeah. That's when, why it became a commercial. <laughs> if somebody walked up to you on the street today and, like, said, hey, man, the first thing you would go, this, the first word that would come to your mind and the first thing that you would say, you will never be able to stop yourself from doing this, is you would go, what? Yeah. Well, if you do that in Hawaii, that means you want to fight. Oh, that's yeah. like the, that's the invitation to have a fight. What? What? Say bro. what? Yeah. Say what? So, <laughs> oh my god! Like, imagine that that's not that you didn't grow up in that with that you know particular set of rules. Yeah. So, I'm in the water mm-hmm. and I'm surfing with um, Don King, who's a water photographer, and we are shooting surfing at Aukai Beach. I think it's a Saturday, which is what I did every Saturday: is go out and try to get surf footage, and. There's a guy out there surfing and we're kind of, you know, trading waves and he takes off on me, just 
totally burns me. And then on the next wave, he starts to go, and I paddle, and then I back off. He paddles straight up to me, and he goes, what, bro? And oh, I go, no. what? <gasps> Wham! Oh. He just fucking smacks me in the face. No! I was like, oh. Oh, it was just shocking. Yeah. Yeah. And did you get that, Don? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Don, do you remember? Did you were you filming? Were you rolling? And uh and then I'm I'm rubbing my jaw and Teddy Bear, who is a member of the Hui, who is blocking waves for me, he paddles up to me and he goes, What happened, bro? Who eat you, bro? And I go, uh, and I look up, and the guy is running down the beach. Because he saw a teddy bear paddle up to me, and he, I, I don't know, I guess he just knew he had done something wrong, I guess. Yep. But that's like, that's what fear and intimidation will do for you. Yeah, no that doubt. That guy was freaking scared. Like, I was scared of him for, you know, he was a beefy, scary dude. He just clocked me how do these guys compare to the size of junior how does teddy bear compare to teddy bear was not a big guy nope he was you... my blocker out at pipeline too for north shore teddy bear yeah. the, is the guy that everyone listens to and so you don't have to be 300 pounds you have to be willing yeah. to kill you know and everyone has to know that guy is not afraid of violence towards him and he will commit extreme violence towards you wow. if you don't do exactly what he says and that's how it works that was a great story are you done? <laughs> because I want to say when Teddy Bear paddled out, he goes, Teddy Bear's going to go out with you, John, and you're going to, we're going to film you, and you're going to catch a couple waves of pipeline, okay, for, the, for your scene in the movie where you catch a, one wave of pipeline. I was like, okay, I'd like four or five waves. Okay, whatever. When we have it, we have it. Teddy Bear comes out with me. We paddle to the peak. We sit up. I'm nervous. I've got dyed white hair and a shaved chest spray tan. <laughs> and he's like, perfect for interesting. There's like 40 guys out. Perfect small day at pipe. Teddy Bear sits up. I'm going to sit up. He's like, okay, everybody listen up. Everybody. When this guy goes on a wave, raise your hand, turtle. <laughs> Nobody else paddles for that wave. If you paddle for a wave that this guy paddles for, I'm going to break your finger. And if it happens twice, I'm going to clear the water. Okay? Wow. All right. Call your waves, turtle. I'm like, call your <laughs> waves. <laughs> I'll Can never you forget that. that freaking yeah. pressure? I'll I mean, never forget that. Though. That is insane. So, yeah, no, I didn't make every wave or anything, but I got to go without someone yelling at me or dropping in, you know, you know, I don't want to surf where those guys want to surf. They want to surf super deep. And, you know, I'm like, I want to get a soft, gentle, wide peak that I can <laughs> wow. make. But, you know. I remember, I mean... <sighs> It is a, it is a s tremendously unique experience. I mean, I guess like guys on the professional surfing tour have this experience mm -hmm. where they paddle out to the best waves in the world completely empty. Yeah, right. Everyone yeah. has to leave. Everyone Locals has to have leave. to leave the water. So I'm at Makaha where we did a lot of shooting of the with a lot of surf with like me and Gregory, like those scenes in like testing out all the new boards and like or you know me you know doing the board with a you know, steering it with my foot and like all that stuff was at Makaha and Buffalo, who's the king of the West Side, king local of all, you know, actual Buffalo, actual Buffalo, <laughs> is literally paddles out and just goes, everybody out of the water. Wow. <laughs> I, I, oh, oh my 
it's insane. Oh, it's power. It's just insane. <clears throat> it's power. And people just do it. You just they just do it. Yeah. It's really respect. interesting when you go into a culture that is not yours. Yeah. And you're accepted because mm. you're or or not. I don't know. I mean, I, I accepted <laughs> is a big word. I It is. N- Right, because clearly teddy bear is getting paid to clear those waters for you. The, the hooey is getting yeah, paid to run yeah, security yeah. for the movie. Yeah, so it's, for sure. Yeah, so it's a little different than if you were just by yourself trying to navigate that situation. It would have been yeah. impossible. Yeah. We would have not been able to shoot the movie. It's got to be humbling, then, right? Where you kind of come in, because because I think the four of us can agree that we are in a, a level of privilege, especially in this country, that many are not. And we were able to come into a situation like, you know, we're, we could take over or whatever, you know. And, and, and when you go into an area where you are now severely the minority where you're like, oh, I just got to hang my hat low and just get by without getting hit in the face. Yeah. It's got to be a humbling experience. Uh, it is when you, when you realize that. Because yes. I didn't realize it at first. I was just like kind of a deer in the headlights. What do I do now? Like, am I safe? You know, like um, these guys are going to take care of you because you're an idiot. You know, yeah. you don't know shit. Yeah. Just do what this guy tells you yeah. to do. It wasn't for till, um, I think I, it was after point, I'd gone back to do point break and then I was working on some other weird production. I went to the West side and I wasn't working on a film. I was just on vacation. Mm-hmm. I went to the West side and I saw Brian Kailana, Buffalo's son, who, and a bunch of the guys in the water patrol that worked with us and worked on, they work on every movie that comes to Hawaii when, if it has anything to do with the surf. Okay. And um, I saw this guy. I go, can I help you? A guy from my, no, I was like, all I want to do is be a service. I bring these guys cold fruit. You know, here you go. You know, because like, I fuck, they took care of me. Great. And now I want to take care of them. Like oranges, you know, like cold oranges. Here you go. I just want to do anything. If I see them, I want to give them a token of my appreciation. Of course, yeah. Now, because I realized how much they did for me. And they're like, and, and I'm like, I see one guy walking over. I go, hey, what can I do for you, Brian? Kailan. He goes, hey, you want to help me carry this tent over? over to there and I'm like yes I do you know the four post tent yep, you know yep. so we go get the tent and we're carrying it over and I see some guy in a cowboy hat smoking a cigarette mm. pale like you know a total douche Hollywood <laughs> fucking douche smoking and I realize I'm carrying this tent over to open it up around these these fucking Hollywood douche actors yeah. who, don't, who are just waiting for the tent to be put up so because it's hot it's hot was and this, I'm like wh- oh later, my god that's who yeah that's a hot, this is 10 years after yeah. North Shore. Okay, yeah. And I'm, by that time, I just wanted to be one of the boys. Yeah. Right. I would yeah. go back to Hawaii. I just wanted to be a local boy. I just wanted to be one of the boys. Yeah. I'll never be one of the boys, you know? Uh, but I always, that was my, what I, ever, all I ever wanted to do is be one of the boys after that. But I realized, wow, these guys are carrying this tent over to put up to these clueless fucking Hollywood actors. Because that's what they do. They're working to protect these people from other people, the elements, anything yeah. that might hurt them. That's their and, job. Yep, yep. And, it, and they do it with a smile and with aloha, as if they yep. really cared and if these, as if these people were worthy of that kind of love. Yeah. You know, you, did, you don't get, you, don't, I, you know, they never wanted, they didn't say thank you or anything. No. But I just went, wow, man, that's, that's a trip to see it from that perspective, that side of that. I think I might have mentioned this to you in the past. Um, I, I worked on a Pueblo in Taos, New Mexico, and was invited to help set up their powwow mm. and their their um, arena with the thatched roofs, you know. And I took it as a complete honor to carry these big yeah. lumbering pines to put up on top and it stack. Is. And and you see from a white guy's perspective when the tourists come in, 
with their cowboy hats on and, you know, the 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 coral bracelets that they bought from the store in town or something yeah. like that. It's a very interesting experience because you're seeing you're with you're with the locals, you're with the people that are getting treated that way, but you're still in that place of privilege where you're not gonna get treated that way. But then the tourists look at you and they're like, Why is this guy helping them? How'd he get to, how'd he able how did he get to do that kind of thing? You know, it's just this weird dichotomy yeah, there. It's, it's really interesting. And, and it's a humbling experience. It's an experience where you're like, it's not right. And you can see why there would be a level of anger. You know, what are you doing on our beach with your rooster hair and your rooster. shaved chest and all that good yeah. stuff? And you get it. You get it. You get it uh, to an extent, right? Well, it's yet another piece of indigenous land that was that taken over by, the, you know, it was <laughs> stolen. Yeah. So. We stole their land. And we go over but there that movie, the resources. but North Shore is 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 respected. Would you say, like, on that level across the board with, with the locals in Hawaii? And I mean, I have found that to be the case. I have found that the locals enjoyed it because it was the first movie about their backyard, mm-hmm. you know, and it respected. That movie loved the North Shore. You know, they loved the North Shore and they loved the people and they used the people and they used the local color. And those kids are like, "Hey, there's me in a movie." Yeah, you know that, that's that, Those are that's my culture in a feature film on the, yeah. on the big screen or on the VHS or on the thing, you know, and that's, that's important for people to go, that's me on that movie. Yeah. Out, outside of the local perspective, I was just curious, you know, obviously Zach has mentioned that he went to his bachelor party or his bachelor party went to see a screening with a Q and a of North shore. I didn't know Zach then. I imagined somebody was like, do you want to go to Vegas? Do you want to yeah. go to a strip club? Mm-hmm. No, I'd like to go and see this, see this movie. Yeah. Obviously this movie means a lot of things to a lot of people. I was curious, why do you guys think that is? What is it about the movie that just resonates? Matt's wife actually came up with the answer to that. <laughs> I've struggled with this question a lot because my perspective is too, it's too personal to me. Like right. it's too much like, uh, you know, do they, do they like it? Yeah. That's Matt's like, phone. Is they do, or are they yeah. making fun of it? Yeah. It's like, no. I've Matt, never been the... comfortable with that, like, idea that, oh, they really actually sincerely love this movie yeah. or, like, have this affinity for it. Like, the affinity I have for other movies, I cannot have, like, I don't have for this movie hmm. because I'm too personally involved in it. Yeah. My wife thinks that it's, a, it's the sincerity of the character in this having this experience that the audience relates to they relate to his his naivete and his sincerity and his you know and so that's her perspective and maybe and someone else would have to corroborate that or not because i don't know what i don't know why it is what it is how do we know the earnestness though i loved her earnestness yeah we were very earnest and and the 80s was kind of a naive time in a way. It wasn't cynical. We had no cynicism. You know, Heathers hadn't come out yet, I don't think. Right. <laughs> we, <laughs> no, no mean girls. No mean girls. No. We, were, no, we were very uh, sincere no girls, and yeah. earnest. Heathers. Yeah. It was before uh, River's Edge. And I always look at River's Edge as, as the, the turning curve. That's turning really interesting. Oh. I really yeah. do. Yeah. Because when we read that, we all read for that movie. We yeah. wanted to be in that Everybody. movie. And, but it was like, you read that script and we're like, wow, Whoa. this is dark. Yeah. And it was... Like, and I believe that was the turning point. And like before, it was like before that, there was North Shore, there was, you know, like all of those movies were, it was a, un, it was a unique, naive, edgeless time. Was it, and, and that's what we, that's what people wanted. Well, that's interesting. You bring up North, uh, River's Edge because River's Edge was the first, I wouldn't call it a 
full-on mainstream Hollywood film. However, it was more mainstream than something like Over the Edge, which is, you know, Matt Dillon movie from the early 80s where it was like the subdivisions and they were growing up and life was hard. Like, that was a dark film. Or The Razor's Edge, which was just about <laughs> figure skating, you know. No, that's Cutting Edge. Cutting Edge. Razor's Edge is Good with Lord, Bill Murray. Somerset Moms. Yeah, novel. right. Uh, but I remember, I remember watching Ugh. *River's Edge* consistently back in the day because it was a movie I had never seen before. That level of like darkness, kind of a Twin Peaks, like like it, finding the body and what are we gonna do? And these quirky characters yeah. that are gonna right. So right? like the difference between the *River's Edge* kids finding a body and the *Stand by Me* kids finding a body. One eighty. That's mm. the difference. One eighty. Great. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Wow, you should do this for a living. Do you want to offer analysis? Third chair Do you want to be? I'm. I was about to announce my retirement live on the right. end of the How show, so I'll just do it now. You pay a lot, right? It's you do. Salary. There's we'll great residuals the too. Benefits. The offer at the end. Yeah. Um, six cents a month. Okay. Six cents. There are at least month. six people watching right now. I, I think. think there are. Are actually. there? Well, yeah. actually, I, I was going to look at our. I'll discuss this later. I'm trying to stay as present. There's actually 23 people watching. 20. Hello, three guys. 23 people. Hello, Think America. About Hello, America. <laughs> Think about it. Wow. One representative of, of half, not even half the states. So that's a lot, so. because earlier we were talking about, like, is 17 a lot about that show, right? Well, we have 23. We have 23. So that's a lot. <laughs> oh, right right constantly we cycling. are winning. Constantly cycling. We are winning. <laughs> Hashtag winning. Yep. Right up here, James. Right up here. <laughs> so, well, that, that, that. And thank you for staying present. I'm trying. Because I, I like to give him, him shit because we do on an, an, an Instagram live, and Zach is just middle, mid, he's mid sentence, and he's going, yeah, so I, oh my goodness, thank you, user 742. I do brush my teeth with a whitening toothpaste. And you're like, <laughs> you know, but, well, but, could but, you finish your sentence and then, and then we can get to that? By the time we're filming this, uh, Phil Hartman's birthday was yesterday, right? Mm, Rest right. in peace. And he played a great caveman lawyer on Saturday Night Live. And you go, this technology makes my head hurt. Or something <laughs> like that. Sometimes all the stuff that comes out, Dustin's like, oh, I got us on TikTok. I'm like, what the heck is TikTok? TikTok? Like, but, but you were... Rivers, Rivers Edge, you both went for, right? You both went out for that. So you filmed North Shore, and I do want to come back to North Shore as well, but you're making North Shore, you're, you're bonding over that, you become friends, the movie's done, you're done filming it, but you guys stay in touch on a friendship level. Yeah. But are, when you go out for auditions- Not lovers, to be clear, just friends, right? <laughs> not a friendship not, tip. Not partners in every sense of the word, just friends. You didn't move in together. Right. Right. We did not. No, but but when you guys go out for auditions, like, did your friendship end after North Shore, or were you like, we should hang? I, how does that? How did that work? How did Our, that, we're not. Well, it's not like every scene. actor in Hollywood is a, is an enemy. I mean, we're not. No, no, no. no. For the same part and yeah, arguing yeah. with each no, other, but trying you, to <laughs> sabotage the other. No, guy. but you know how oftentimes you know how oftentimes, and it, it's the it's the it's the the the. The story that gets told all the time. We were the best of friends on set, and then the movie ended, and then our friendship ended. Or we never saw each other again. Right. A, a, you guys continue to stay tight after North yes, Shore. We Which did. is rare. It's it is rare. rare. It yeah. is rare. It is rare. Yeah. Yeah. But so, it was not, it was not, it was very easy, seamless. Yeah, you know, we had mutual interests. Mutual interests. We love surfing. We'd go on surf trips. Cool. And then we'd start playing chess every day. Really? And then, yeah, like we would get into these things where like oh, I love it. God, let's do, you know, we would get into doing these things and we just do them intensely, you know, for a while. Until chess. Matt would beat me in chess 
a hundred times around. I'm like, I'm not, I'm never playing chess again. He has a warped again. memory of it. <laughs> Let's because, do checkers. Because, because losing. In the beginning, it was fun. Like it was, <laughs> it was oh, we're learning how to play chess. And then yeah. by, but he had like read a book or two and I just didn't have a concentration. <laughs> and he was better than me. And I was it's like, not, I can't, I'm not, not playing, yeah. I'm not coming <laughs> over anymore. You had read a I'm chess book. His memory, not coming anymore. his memory of this <laughs> is warped. I don't want to play anymore. When you lose at chess. No one wins till Sean wins. Losing at chess hurts so badly. It hurts. It leaves such a mark when you have to tip your king over. And yeah, it yeah, hurts. Yeah. Yes. So his memory of it, he's harping in on. He's he's only remembering the pain. Mm. But he beat me so many times; it was much more even than he is describing. But clearly, it made more of an impact to lose than well, it did to win. Well, there was one. Yeah. I think there was one. It was a tipping. Winning point. is everything. It was a tipping point <laughs> that happened on a surf trip in Indonesia oh. in Jiland. Okay. Oh man. There was. Where's Jiland, by the way? Jiland is in Java on the far. Eastern tip of Java? Correct. Is that correct? Okay. It's a big, beautiful, perfect left point reef break that is a world-class mm. wave that John goes every year and has been going to for many, many years. Yeah. I've only been there once with John. So he who, introduced me to this. Who's winning there? Well, there was, a, uh, there was a Zen chess master named Gerald, who I believe has passed away. Is that correct? Gerald Saunders. Gerald right. Saunders. The general. Great the general. name, wow. Gerald. Wow. So Gland local. And okay. he was a chess. He was a chess master, oh, of course. Right, that John would play with all of the yeah. time. And I played Gerald, and I beat Gerald. And I think that oh. that was a, that was a tipping point for John. That he just didn't didn't equate. Like he was ready to watch me be yet another domino toppled by the great Gerald Saunders. And I, I don't know. I just it's outside the box of my. It was outside the box of his. Just one time. Just one time. Away, just one time. I don't think I yeah. would. Ref- I, I, I yeah. refuse to play him ever yeah. again. Yeah, because why? Why would I? <laughs> yeah. What's the point? Why would I? I'm better than him. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. <that laughs> and can I ask? Was it like like a scene out of Queen's Gambit when you know these masters are getting bested? Was he just kind of like? You know, did you did you catch him? It was very stoic, but I, you know, I could tell that he wasn't. He didn't lose very often. Yeah, it wasn't. He was uncomfortable. He didn't expect that to happen. He didn't see it coming from a rooster-headed. Yes, you know. Yes. (laughs) Did you did you hear like a circuit? You know, go. I think there's a picture. I think there's a picture of John and John's just looking at the board like this. He's looking at the board. Yeah, and yeah, I, and I'm just yeah. staring at the board, and Gerald's staring at the board, right. and John's looking at it, and it's about to happen. That's so good. I think there's a picture. Oh, it's I, really good. I like it's to amazing. play chess against uh, kids because yeah, little kids because yeah. I can beat Me them, too. and it feels so gratifying sure, when you win. Just like Fun I like to play chess. basketball on a little Jimmy? kid's court so I can slam dunk, <laughs> right. you know, because I'm what five eight or something, so I can right. dunk on people. And like, yeah, see, this is how it's done. Billy Madison syndrome, I guess. I I, I just want to go back to this sort of idea of us. Becoming friends after the movie because yeah. it seems to be like a really like people are struck by it. By it. people, are like, you guys are really friends. We paddle out at a surf spot together, and people are like will freak out if they recognize us that we are surfing together. Like it is a rare thing. It is, but at the same time, we're both had a love of surfing. We bonded over this experience making this movie, mm-hmm. which was a dream come true for both of us. Like. Hey, you grow up surfing, and I have pictures and posters on my wall of Jerry Lopez and Ken Bradshaw and Shane Horan and my my 
surfing idols. And now I'm in Hawaii and I'm surfing with them and I'm in a movie with them. That's a trip. And it was just, you yeah. know, unbelievable. It's a peak experience. It's a peak experience. And we yeah. bond over that. Yeah. Plus our love of surfing. And when we come back to Los Angeles as actors, we bond over being actors and the living life of an actor and what that's like in auditions. And we help each other. We talk incessantly about how to be better at it, how to audition better. What's going to be our thing that's <laughs> going to make us more relaxed and better at this thing? And we have loosey seven, goosey, loosey goose. Like we come up mm -hmm. with phrases to like, so our relationship was very, very natural and very mm -hmm. easy. And anybody we would have met in, in that circumstance, I think we would have become friends. We just happened to meet on this movie. Was there ever a time when you wanted to do a project together? You're like trying to get a project off the ground together. Uh, after North Shore, like, uh, like writing a script together or something like that? We worked together on a couple things. Matt invited me in on a couple things he was doing, gave me a little, you know. You brought John me in Kahn's. on um, John Kahn's. You, that's because you brought me in. You were doing a couple of his movies. You were friends with him because of I thought, Tennis. No, you brought me in the John Kahn what was the, short movie. What was the, the club? club Mundane. You brought me in. You brought that. me in. <laughs> you knew. One, two, three. You I brought me in. John Kahn Van Damme. It was so much <clears throat> fucking fun. We're doing like, no. this student film for, for what was that? USC film school? No, what's that other AFI? film? AFI. Right. What's that other and, and this director who knew you from <laughs> tennis or your parents knew each other? Yeah, no? but you were you you were the lead. You were living. Yes, but you he <laughs> you brought me in cuz I was friends with you. I, I played I your know. friend in the movie. We right, broke. but I and I recognize You're I said, the lead. Okay. Oh, I, I could thought, it could be the other way around. But you guys but became that's really how good friends. You right. and John Connor yes, became we did. very good friends. We did. Okay. Right. So did we ever do anything else together after that? We did that short movie. Uh huh. Yes, you brought me into George Clooney's failsafe. We did failsafe. Live thing over with, and I got to take a picture with Harvey Keitel and Sam. And oh, like, what a so Matt's doing this job, failsafe, live. Yep, I, I remember it. Fucking live. Great, great live. show. Great actors, George so Clooney. There was a there was a great remake. We quote, did, quote. there was a, uh, there was three of us in this oh booth. Doing the radio crosstalk of the plane when Harvey Keitel is flying mm. the plane yep. to drop the bomb. Oh, so intense! For those and people who haven't seen Failsafe, it is a uh, it's 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 based on a movie that came out in the '60s, I think, mm -hmm. with Walter Matthau, Henry and, Fonda, Henry Fonda, mm -hmm. and um, and George Clooney brought it back for CBS, and it was in black and white, right? And almost not shot for shot the same, but it was no. a live it was a live live broadcast live phenomenal like this. Yes, just yeah. like this. Just, this is just, exactly the same. Just like this. Zach, do you own it, by the way? I do. I do own. I own the original version, not the CBS version, because that's not the available. original version. Is one of the great. It was Henry Fonda and Larry Hagman, I believe. Larry Hagman. The, yeah, it was just incredible. And I think Walter Matthau's in it as well. He's kind of like a villainous character. It's not villainous in the sense, but he's like a right. senator or something mm -hmm. like that. But but the story is. Uh, Russia, we, we get alerted that Russia's going to drop nukes on us, and we're going to drop nukes, drop nukes on We've Russia. We've been alerted that they have launched They have launched. And they're trying to confirm whether or not this thing is is true. Yes. And failsafe being the, the failsafe systems that are in place that are supposed to keep this from happening. And so we send our jets over to drop... To retaliate. To retaliate, and Harvey Keitel is the pilot... Right? Right. So you were in the ADR booth. We were up in this, way up in the catwalk. And, at, you know, when Harvey is flying the plane to drop these bombs, we are the radio control talking back and forth to him about. We're in remember. the planes. 
Yeah, oh, we're the other pilots. We're in the planes. we're the other pilots. Ah. That's yeah. right. In this squadron. That's yeah. correct. That's wild. That's wild. And yeah. we have to die basically you know, right we're, we're going to our deaths yeah know, just following orders mm-hmm. we're not going to survive yeah because you're right. told basically no matter what you're this going to what you have to do what, yeah right. don't listen to anybody and and, and we get word that we're not supposed to yeah. right and you're trying to radio in don't do it don't do it don't do it or, right. abort abort and you keep going oh yeah, it chills it was good yeah so you got to be yeah so that. matt has got this job wow and he hired me to be one of the guys in the booth i don't think i hadn't worked in like 10 years or something and he was given the authority to hire me to, to do I, a live yeah. radio show. And I'm like, I'm going to say, said, okay. I'm going to Disneyland. <laughs> yeah, That's what I was going to say. Or drink Coca-Cola. That was our whole thing. Yeah. Like, when the time Coca-Cola. comes and you've got to say your line, should you say, drink freeze. Coca-Cola? Because <laughs> it's live. As one yeah. does when they're live. Anybody, shout out anybody at any point during that show could have ruined the thing. Yes. Anyone. Ruined it. Like, what a level of trust. Trust. Yeah. And it's Very not a comedy, it's so, not, so you know. can't break and... No, no this he is broke. That was heavy, really nice yeah. dark. Do because that was heavy. What a, yeah, and I would so, never give you that microphone no, now. I, no, <laughs> that was back in the day. <laughs> never. Yeah, I am not... you in front of a live <laughs> microphone. I'm not worthy of that. Never. But yeah, so I got to take... Would put him in front of a live microphone. What kind of fool would... Are we live? We're live. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Do that. I have no idea. Um... So, like, just going back to '87, <laughs> then. So you guys are learning, learning from each other, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, practicing with each other. Yeah, yeah, we would read yeah, with each other. We would read scenes for sure, like big auditions. Yeah, or... auditions and stuff. Matt, I remember reading with Matt once, and he goes, "I don't think I'd put my f- your finger in your mouth on that. One. I don't think you should put <laughs> the Doctor Evil. In my mouth. Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> Super gay. It's oh, <laughs> like I don't think I would go do that." I would have tried anything to get a fucking job for a while. I could not get a fucking job. So I'd go and read, like Matt would try to, because Matt would help me. And then he goes, I don't, don't put your finger near your mouth. Don't on do that. that. Thing. I don't think that works for the character. <laughs> and, and you're like, yeah, Mr. Big Shot. I know you we, don't. Like, we used to read, you know, <laughs> that's, that's something actors do with each other all the time. Actors yeah. who are friends help each other. I have a big, you know, I have a big, a big audition. audition when you read this, tell me what you think, you know. Very. You know, Jerry Levine, you know, I, I used yeah. to seek him out all the time. Styles. For, for stuff like that. Styles. The original we styles. We were very good friends, and, like, we just did that for each other. But I think that what was different about our relationship is we talked about that insecurity and walk, walking into the room, and ch- just like on North Shore, <laughs> deflating that tension and, fe- like, trying to just talk about it and, like, you know, just sharing that same insecurity, the insecurity, the off-balance, the anxiousness, the nervousness, the... It's fucking hard to get a job in yeah. Hollywood. And and as we got older and further from that movie, as it happens to many people who have, you know, some good years in Hollywood, you know, like I just I no longer could envision getting a part. It changed. And I think yeah. that the business changed. And I changed, and it, that combination was like, I just don't see it. Yeah. And at the time, back then, it really felt like you could go into an audition with a big director for, like, a big movie and get a job. Like, you could get that part that you were reading for. Yeah. A friend of ours, a good friend named David Nydorf, like, is a great example of that. He, like, went in, like, David Anspaugh is casting this movie Hoosiers, and Gene Hackman mm. is like... We all wanted to be in that movie, and our friend David got it. Like, he got a part in that movie. Like, it all felt real, like you Possible. could get it. 
yeah. possible. And it was possible. It and it was, was possible because we got a bunch of parts. We got parts and we got hired, but like yeah. it just stopped for me. Me too. I just stopped seeing it. And I think it was like going on enough auditions and not getting those parts and then seeing who was getting them and name like you're just they're just offering it to this famous person or that famous person and like, oh, I didn't get famous enough. I didn't get in that window. Yeah. Not in the window. And then it just started to feel like it wasn't possible yeah. anymore. That's how it felt to me. It's really tough, though, I think, because we oftentimes, every guest we've had on here tells a very similar story that the business has changed so much in the past 10, 20 years, and how there's... But at the same time, you don't want young people who are aspiring to be an actor to feel so deflated, so you have to shift that mindset of, like, it, it shouldn't be about booking the gig. Like what I've learned with this, with doing voice acting is it's not about booking the gig. It's about the process, embracing the audition and and trying to find the joy in that, which is really hard, I think. I think it's really hard for people to look at this business and go, what's fun about that? Yeah, exactly. 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 I mean, yeah, I get what you're saying. You see what I'm trying to say. You have to trying to to say. Well, that's so much of of the journey is doing those auditions and getting rejected and not getting those parts. Yeah. Yeah, you have to embrace it. But the point is, like, if you want to, like, you're trying to get the job. Yeah, of course. And if you do that enough times and enough times and enough times and you just don't ever get one, it is, if it's not deflating, then there's something wrong with you, I think. Yeah, no. Like, but my wife's another great example. Like, she loves to audition. She loves it. Like, that's That's where she feels like, she's like, like, this is when this part is the only time this part's ever going to be mine and I get to do exactly what I want with it. Yeah. If they hire me, great. If they don't, great. Whatever. But I get yeah. I, this is the last time I'm going to be able to do. And I just never had that same, really, truthfully, the love of the craft of acting that she does. Mm. Like it's a, it was a different animal for me. I was never going to be a Sean Penn kind of an actor. I was never going to be the real like actor's actor. Yeah. Um. And I think if you're that person, maybe that's enough that you can just sink yourself into that process. But I just, I wanted to get a job. I wanted to make fucking money. Totally. Get paid. And like, like, because going on location and shooting a movie was the most fun I ever had in my life. Yeah. I just wanted to keep doing it. Yeah. Of course. So. It's so hard though. The second it becomes the goal, like the second you walk into that room, as John is saying, and you're like, I'll do anything to get a job. It's like, (laughs) you know, everyone knows that. You're like, oh, this guy will do anything to do a job. We don't, you know, as as opposed to just being like, well, I don't really give a shit if I get it or not. And I'm going to well, walk out. Well, that's what we and, would work on. Like, how do we not right. look so no, That's what I'm saying. How, how do you, we not Because look, you have the family. <laughs> yeah. That, you have the family really, to support. You got to yeah. pay bills. I mean, at the end Relate of the day, to that. it's a business. <laughs> We're trying to get jobs. Yeah. But, you know, as we always say on the show, it's like, you're only as good as that last job, really. Because like, yes. then, okay, that one ended. Where's my next job? I need my next job. And you're always, mm-hmm. you know, doing the song and dance. But, like, yeah. really that kind of freedom that comes with, like, and it's a hard place to get to with, like, not really caring or, like, I did that audition, forgot about it. Oh, comes back you know, you booked it. It's like a much, well, I, I have a little bit of a story about that. I, please, I was so, I, I, there was an audition. We've talked about this in our interview, this movie, just one of the guys with yeah. Joyce Heiser and Billy mm-hmm. Jane and yeah, like, Billy I, Jane. How dare he? Billy was, Jacoby at the time. I think <clears> as Jacoby. you pointed out, yeah. <laughs> Jacoby and Myers, Jacoby. no relation Billy to Jacoby. Let's Myers. be honest, Billy, you're Billy Jacoby. <laughs> so <laughs> Billy, don't be a hero. I was hired really? or was told by the producer, like I got this job. I was going to go. It was like my first like good movie. Like, like I'm going to go to, 
on location. What does that even mean? And like to Arizona, like the producer, <laughs> I had auditioned like five or six times. And finally the producer walked out and he goes, when are we going to hire this guy? And I was like, Oh my God, yeah. I'm going to get this job. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, sir. That is what I've been saying. So agent calls, <laughs> they call, they're going to make an offer. <laughs> offer is going to come in this afternoon, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, this is freaking awesome. Now, while I've been doing these five auditions for just one of the guys, I've gone and I've read a couple of times for Teen Wolf, this movie Teen Wolf. Yeah. And I went and read with Jerry, who had been cast as Jerry Styles. Levine, yeah, yeah. And uh, once with Michael. And I was like, yeah, that's awesome. But I wanted this other job was so much better. And it was in Arizona. Yeah. <laughs> on location. Oh, my gosh. Per diem. And it was the lead. Uh, food. And it was like the second yeah. lead of yeah. the movie. Yeah. So, the comic relief. I mean, really. he's, he's he's the lead. I mean, yeah. 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 He's the one everyone watches it for. And, uh, and you know. Yeah. Well, and anyway. The, and the ending scene. So yeah. I'm all fired up for that. And I they then call back and they just go, you know what? They just, they, they've changed their mind and they're going another way. And I was like, that was like, I don't even understand what, what does that yeah. mean? Like, but they said. Like I was there. But they said. And I was devastated. I was devastated. I didn't, like. I was like, "Oh my!" It hurt. Yeah. I was so shocking. But you said this but was going to happen. Said, exactly. Come on. And while that was going on, you while I was in my misery and I was mourning <laughs> that part, I got the call that I had gotten this part in Teen Wolf. Yeah. Whatever. And I was like, <laughs> "Man." <laughs> so like when I auditioned, I didn't really care about yeah. it because oh. I was so focused on this other thing. Right. And then when I yeah. got it, I didn't really care about it because I was focused on this other thing. So. Maybe there's some they truth. They can smell that. They can smell that. I don't know. Like, but but that's a true story of that exact you know situation. Well, that is the deal where people. How many times in relationships when people say, well, you know, or if you're not in a relationship and you're looking for that girl, right, or the guy, or like mm-hmm. this has got to be. Why haven't I gotten the one that I'm going to be with the rest of my life? When when you keep that hunger, that smell that you give off, the whatever. You know, I don't gross, know if that's a thing, you know. Gross. The hawk right. look. The, smell. the hawk smell. look. Yes. Yeah. You're the desperation, like a, the I guess. Hawk, I don't know. Like, who's going to I really the want this. Face. I don't know. I want to know what that you is. Who did a commercial face. about that? Gregory Harrison did a commercial about the confidence of an actor. I don't remember that. He's like, the phone The phone would ring. He goes, let it ring. That's, I love that. Never <laughs> let him see you sweat. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's a fucking confident, yeah. competitive, yes. serious actor. You guys yeah. are still in, stay in contact with him as well, right? Yeah. 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 He's the real deal when it comes to that. He's a real fucking He's, he's working pro. right now. He's been working he's all the way through up in Canada on the, all these shows. But theater, loves to serve theater, TV, movies. He's, like, a, like he's just an He's always animal. working. Yeah. He's an animal. Well, you had said that you auditioned seven times for the role of Turtle. Right, that's correct. And when you go in each time, <laughs> I mean, it's yours to lose. Yeah, yeah. How's that? Like, that's <laughs> got to be nerve wracking too, right? After a while, yeah. it's just annoying. Right. Okay. Okay. One more time. <laughs> when you want something so bad, I wanted something so I wanted it yeah. so bad that when they said no, I'm like, What do you mean no? I'm a <laughs> fucking guy. I'm perfect for this. Yeah. To my agent. Yeah. You have to get me back in that room. I have to convince them. That I am the one. Yeah, just, and I was so confident. I was so annoyed. I was like, again? Do you know what? They don't see it, John. Do you think you know what it was, that that thing that made them go, "Uh uh-huh? Yes, I know exactly Was it Bill who just couldn't make up his mind about you? Oh, yeah, he didn't. I I didn't have blonde hair. Right. I have, you know, I I'm like I was playing bank your robber in a movie shaved. at the time. I don't I'm, know. I'm like, could you shave oh, your a chest? little overweight? I'm not. I don't look like a surfer, and I don't have right. an accent. 
Right. I don't have any of the things that Turtle has. Yeah. Right. I'm just a, another actor in Hollywood, brown hair, playing cowboys, right. coming in for surfing, going, no, I can surf. Yeah. I grew up surfing. I, I could do because this. Because from his They're like, how do we know? Right. Yes. You don't look. You like, don't look like a surfer. Yeah. I mean, how's yeah. this guy going to become that? What we imagine? Yeah, what's right. Gonna and be it was imagine exactly. And it was right. without a doubt. It was Randall Kleiser who said he's a method actor. He will go early. He will change everything about himself, and he will become that thing. And you did. And yeah. so Bill had to go like, okay, I don't see it. Studio, like I don't see it, because. Wow. The studio, for sure. Yeah, like who? Yeah, and you were wearing a tuxedo for most of the audition. Yeah, I was right? coming yeah. in. Yeah, and tap dancing. Yeah. I was tap I mean, dancing. Yeah. I was playing a dancer. I had it like cane. I was like, no, I, this isn't the way I'm going to do it when I get there. I want. Yeah, I'm just working on this right Whoa. now. Rabbit. That's how you do it. <laughs> That's That's how you do it. That's how we do it. Hello, my honey. Well, what but I, you also you had to audition and get the part for the same part in the same movie three times, right? For Johnny Utah. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Twice. This was incredible. Twice. Yeah, no, I went in for to Point read Break, yeah. for, it was called uh, Riders on the Storm or something, but it ultimately became Point Break, but it was for a different director and a different cast. And it was Charlie Sheen and some other gnarly guy, I don't know, fucking, what, I don't know, whatever. It was called Riders <laughs> on the Storm, it was a surf movie, I think I, they probably brought me in because I was- Randolph had, Mantooth or something. And I read for <laughs> really? it and I got a sure. part in it. I got so a got, great part. He read part, for this part and he got it. A huge part, you know, I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to do this part in this huge movie, you know, like, and, and it's a surfer and a skydiver and a bank robber, got the contract, I was like, this is, is a dream come true. John, we got bad news. The movie has been the studio sold the movie. It's gone and turned around. The script's done. It's over. You know, that thing, that project is gone. <laughs> the thing, it's gone. Brutal. Yeah. And then a year later, I'm just going oh about my God. business. You know, a year and a half later, I think, hey, that movie oh, got was in turnaround and got bought up by this other studio. Okay. Same writer, different director. It's going to be a female director, Catherine Bigelow, Catherine Bigelow, and a different cast. It's going to be Patrick Swayze and Keanu Reeves. But they want to offer you the same part you got. The first time the script's changed a little bit, but the same part. I'm like, oh fuck yes, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Third billing. Can I go in and read? You don't have to go in and read for it. No, I want a meter. I want to uh, read. I'm the par- yeah. I'm the guy. It's like you can. Yeah, you don't yeah. have to. I'm like, oh, let's yeah. send me. Give, give me. I was like doing another movie, and I came in, and I read. I could just see him going. I'm not sure if we. Okay, no, I don't. Well, <laughs> I almost. I almost read myself right out of that oh, movie too, man. but I didn't. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that happened. You got the same movie yeah. twice. Same. That I got the same doesn't movie happen twice. very often. I got no. the same movie twice. <laughs> Um, I, I think it's, I think it's, it's such a testament though, that, that you guys shared so many stories together, have been together for oh, so long. Yeah. It's a beautiful thing that so many years have passed and you still have the same relationship Plus or deeper, life, obviously deeper life issues and love much issues deeper. and yes. family yeah. issues, much like just like friends, you know, the entertainment business stuff kind of went away. I think in a lot of ways, you know, totally. I mean, Matt is in the entertainment business. He still works, but I quit acting. I've been a surf instructor for 20 years, you know? Yeah. But life's, life's the weirdest thing because I did a couple movies in the 80s and now with Matt's friend, there's a weird horror movie convention circuit and Matt's friend Tommy Matthews and I will travel around to different states. I made more money last... I was going to say this, but it's really important that I share it. <laughs> I made wow, more money last the weekend in, the, in Dallas, Texas, in cash without having to pay taxes mm. uh, <laughs> for, for a movie called yeah, Children of the Corn than I did making the movie and all the residuals I ever made wow. on a movie yeah. I did 33 years ago. Wow. And wow. Matt Adler wow. could wow. do that too 
But what he does is so much more lucrative. He doesn't need to go to these conventions and sign pictures of a movie he did 35 years ago. But I do, and I love it. There is a whole <laughs> network of us that do these 80s, you know. Yep. Did you just fart? I didn't just no, fart. No, it did. I saw yeah. you turn yeah. 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 The chair has been doing the same thing. It's okay you did. It happened. I made a pass. Before I signed a contract it before happens. we did this, that all farts had to be out before. Farts do happen when you're recording, but that was not a fart. And now I have to do the thing where you I... You have to try to make it try happen again. It's not, because his chair does. His chair does. Your chair does not. Well, I, I'm, I'm having a William Shatner moment now, because Shatner, there's this uh, like I own clip my farts, that gets I own okay, good. Yeah. played a lot where they're like, William Shatner farts on during an interview. Like, no, he was sitting in a chair. A chair know. But no, you're right about the whole convention circuit. It's but wild. But you yeah, say, but you say, oh, Matt could do that if he wanted. But there, no, I'm not. I don't have. There's no convention for North Shore. There's no convention. No, no, surf, no. For, surf, surfers aren't like that. I, Horror I don't, movies. I don't and sci-fi. have that. Like, there's nowhere for me to go. I'll go. That's not true. That's not I, true. Where do I, I go? I disagree. There's a lot of That's places true. to go. That's not true. And I can do all for one movie, Amazon Women on the Moon. No, some done. science, no. some science. Teen like, Wolf. Uh, no, so for, in the I horror think category, if, if, if you guys, Flight of the Navigator. Who? Where's the convention? To say surfers don't do that, I think, is a bit. You know, surfers like, don't go to conventions but, and buy. But cult movies. They it's do a cult, have a Oh, it's a full cult it's movie. It's a cult movie. Then let me ask this: Dream Why has dream. no one ever asked me to go to a convention? They will you, now. Have you seen and Dean we'll... Cameron's lately? A little post Dean Cameron's been coming up with, with ski school and all that. Yeah, I see this. And you've seen mine right yeah where you go to conventions yeah Yeah, i see it you have to want to do that for one so you gotta call you gotta call somebody somebody. who do you talk to i'll let i'll hook you up after the show so yeah oh no 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 i don't want to go i I feel like it's a different it's a it's another industry (laughs) based on hollywood it's a cottage industry that came about and i at the time i don't know this is on topic i think i did a bunch of movies in the 80s it was so easy white guy just out of college semi-charming he's got a little talent Blah, blah, blah. He's hired. You know, like I got to work with a bunch of cool people. And some of those movies became, through no fault or credit to me. Not true. Cult movies. Not necessarily okay. true. Right. You're I'm, in it. I'm in these Who's movies. Who's to say? You're in it. Yeah, them. it could, I could be the common denominator. Or part of it. You're a part of the denominator. 30 years later, the voice of reason comes. <laughs> 30 years later, these movies have developed a fan thing, like North Shore, but yep. Children of the Corn, Return of the Living Dead. Right. And there are people... In, not in the surfing world, but in the horror genre. Yes, that for are sure. that have the movie tattooed on their backs, and their ki- they've been watching it since they were seven. They want you to meet their kid who's been watching it. It's I mean, it's, they're pornographic horror movies, you know. And you're like, this is awesome, and they are very happy to meet an actor that was in this Friday movie, Thirteenth, like, Night of the Living Dead, the Return new kids, of the Living Dead, the, and new, the kids. new kids, and that Absolutely. is a real yeah. cottage industry that for has sure. been very. A whole new life for me that I'm yes. so grateful but for. But if you don't think that there are people out there with like listen to turtle tattooed on, no, there like, are. Like, there, there are. are. You know, there and, are. and those same people would come up to you in a convention if yeah. they saw me at a convention. Yes, but they don't live in Pittsburgh and Dallas. Yes, they do. Do they? Yeah, yes, they do. Of course, they do. Well, we, you know, we talked about Whitewater Summer, and you're like, Whitewater? What? Really? You guys want to talk about Whitewater Summer? But, but there is a love. For this film that may be considered it, it, a cult, it's a cult film in a sense that because it's got a niche audience, I think you know. Yeah, but ah. very small, not ah. nothing like. I don't think so. Like no, you know, I, I, I we we talk about yeah. this too that I've. How do you define it? Too? Yeah, yeah, what's the metric? How do there you, is it's a tricky thing. It's a tricky, but I, there is a. I can, I can now you're it. into it. 
You're getting it. You're getting it. Well, and and this is this is a conversation we could always have offline. There's something down the road as far as two dollar late fees concerned with the whole retro community. You know, this whole retro community deal is a big deal. How dare you? Like there is the yes the the following the following that we have that other people have. It's growing. It's getting bigger. It's a night. It's a really warm community where everyone's so like. There's obviously the shared love. It's not a competitive thing. It's more about like let's just cherish and honor these things that bring us joy. Right. Mm -hmm. You Mm -hmm. talked about, you said it earlier, Mm -hmm. you had these posters on your wall of all these surfers that you looked up to, and then you're making a movie with these guys. And how Mm -hmm. rad is that? You know, and and, and it's the same kind of fanboyish attitude that we have in that sense of like, look at who we're getting to talk to on a real level, not not just like, can you tell me about that favorite time of yours when you blah, 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 blah. You know, it's, it is embarrassing. It's just getting a, yeah, I mean, it's getting a moment to share. And also connecting, like we've we talked about. There's there's yeah, been things real. that we're not just talking about fluff. We're talking about some real issues, and we have talked about real issues on previous interviews. You know, um, Zach, I just, this just occurred to me. I'm sorry. If you could ha- ha- redo your bachelor party over, and you could have done an actual like whitewater summer bachelor party, not watching the movie, but actually going on that versus going to North Shore, no pressure, you know, screening. Wh- what would you do? Oh, I do North Shore. You would you would still go to see North Shore. It's, it's easier. It's, okay. it's less okay. chaotic. Okay. <clears throat> Because we did. We had to drive to Santa Monica. We should, he yeah, lives in Santa right. Monica. Yeah, he yeah, really yeah. just walked probably out the door. I, more financial concerns. Wearing, we, all yeah. we were all wearing yeah. Hawaiian shirts. And yeah, I'm, you were. I'm the kind you of guy who doesn't. Yeah, so for those that don't know, my bachelor party was at a screening at the Arrow Theater, beautiful theater mm-hmm. that is now reopened. And they're doing it in a very safe, mindful way, which is great. Like COVID practices. So is this, by the way. I think yeah. it's important Appreciate to say that, that. everybody yeah. here is vaccinated and we're yeah. like, you know. It is important to it say. It is important to say. Because um, a lot of people look at stuff like online at gatherings and go, like, how, how, are, they, do, how are they How can they get to together? do that? How come yeah. they're together? And well, that's a COVID palooza, you know. Yeah. You know. Yeah. But just so. Yeah, there's not 14 people behind us just sitting Correct. here. You know. Are there 14 people no. watching this? No, there's. Where are we at now? Are we, we at 23? We're at 31 at one point. Us! Oh, wait, at, at one, one point. point. We're, we're at. We're do the sound. Do the sound. Fun fact when I burp, I go. Is that a fun fact? Yeah, I think it I is. I thought so. Fun fact when I fart, I make it sound like a chair. Yeah, never gets old. I did. There it is. We actually See? have some questions from people. Okay. Fire oh, yeah. We should get, okay. to, we should get so, to those. How late is it? How late is it? Okay. We're um, time to go. So, what is our time limit? It's 11.15. It's wow. up to you guys. If you guys want to do a 24-hour sit-in or whatever, I'm totally open <laughs> for it. I, I didn't bring enough. I didn't bring enough food. We've got some chips. And that's do we have all we have. But that's yeah. all we need. We will get So if you're a game, let's go to the questions. So Jeff Podeswick is a big fan. He said if we even... Mention his name. He's going to cry once we say that. Did you so, pronounce his name right? Jeff Podeswick. Yeah, okay, yes, good. I did. Take it easy, okay, man. Good, 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 Take good. it easy. Uh, he, he's actually, he's like, I don't know if this is a good question or not, and it is. We will tell you. And it is. We'll you know. uh, when Turtle says in the film, yeah, I can tell by the way you wear your shorts. I'd like to learn how to sand. Yeah, you kind of got to learn how to surf first, though, huh? Yeah, I'm pretty good. Yeah, I can tell you're lame by the way you wear your shorts. What do you think Turtle meant by that? And how is Rick wearing them that made him that made him stick out so much? This is an excellent question. Yeah, it is. I think it's an excellent question. There's no cutaway. Well, I do not have a prepared answer for that. I Matt, I think someone asked me that question. I was like, oh fuck, I don't know. I was one of those that was one of the lines that as an actor at the time, I was like, oh fuck, what do I mean by this? Interesting. Do I mean what I'm saying? How can I mean what I'm saying? I think I'm just going to say it because Matt had looked down to see if I can make Matt look, which oh, is a pre, 
Because I think in a rehearsal, Matt looked, and I was like, fuck, I don't know what... Oh, I'm going to do it, because he's going to do that reaction. I'm going to say it as if I'm just trying to see if he does that reaction, then I'm going to play off it, if you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. Like, he showed me what he's going to react, so I'm going to say it as if I have the ability to influence to make his it. next... It's, it's a major look it's moment, a right? It's a major look moment. Right? Yes, That's what I think. Is, it's I a major look, down, look moment. And then I look up and I go... You, oh, I'm not really yeah. going, you can't tell ah, that. Yeah, you I can't. Got... Yeah, yeah, so it's, it's, major it's a major look moment. It's a major look moment. Great question. Yeah. I thought it would have been funny if had you looked down, there was just like a cutaway of like your scrotum just peeking out yeah. of the With side. Yeah, the coming out or super like, tight, like with like the, yeah. really lame. coming out the top. Yeah. Or maybe they're or just the on backwards. Or if they were on backwards, would have been it's the way yeah. you wear, It's the way you wear your shorts. That literally. Literally, you have no, them on literally, backwards. No, literally, the way you're, yeah, they're backwards. That would impressive. Hindsight, 2020. That's right. Yeah, and that would infuriate me though. Like if like you were still like this champion, sir. Like like you know, I've always said right that turtle. <laughs> like I always feel bad for turtle because you're kind of like you know too too Gets cool for school everything. at a lot of a lot of points. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. like if you with backward shorts went on to ha you know because you're like you, you just come up and Keanu like yeah, loves the way you, you wear you're, your shorts, you're, shorts you're even backwards, know. and you still yeah. 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 Cares. Like, even Fuck. more of a reason to like hate oh, this guy doesn't sure. even put his shorts he on right wear shorts like, he right can't side. even oh. get your pocket hanging out yeah um, <laughs> I can see your junk but anyway so. look at what your question sparked good one Jeff. see nice yes. okay. yeah. and Zach's got a cute up and I've got some things too so this is from uh, your friend Derek West Derek the artist Derek the artist he says he'd be interested to hear how long uh you have been painting, Matt. How long have you been into Ooh, art? Oh, good. Because um, he, he really digs your fun. stuff. Thank you, Derek. And he, was, he you. wonders, part two, if you were into art during North Shore or if it's a newer interest. Rick Thank Kane, you very Rick much. Rick Kane being it a logo is, master. Yeah, yeah, it is a newer interest. Hmm. And I was not an artist during North Shore. Um, I discovered it later in life, about seven, seven years ago. Um, and I just... Uh, for some reason, as my wife says, this sort of monster came in, and I just loved doing it. And I just started, like, literally Googling stuff and, like, looking at, you know, tutorials on YouTube and yep. trying to learn how, how to happens. paint, learn how to draw, learn how to paint, reading books, and that's how it came in. And I just, I love doing it. And I love looking at other people's art, and I've just, and, and I get a lot of that, you know, uh, on my Instagram page, people are like, whoa, is life imitating art. Rick <laughs> Kane went to, did go to New York and go to art school, <laughs> which I good. did not. Yeah. But it's, uh, yeah, it's just a new interest of mine, and I really love doing That's it. That's cool. When you say that a monster came in, do you mean that in sort of like a obsessive way and not in like a like you're a no, violent? My, I, think, I, like, I think what my wife means by that is that um, – for whatever reason, what I'll tell you the story. I was sitting in a hotel room with my wife. My my son was at summer camp, and we were sort of staying near the camp, and um, watching TV. And the Bob Ross, the television painter, comes on, who I've seen mm -hmm. a thousand times. So mm -hmm. I've never really had much interest in. You know, I've always been impressed with people who can draw, and like it's always been. It seemed like magic to me. Yeah. It seems like magic because I can't do it. Yeah. So he's doing a painting and he's got this big brush in his hand. He goes, let's put a happy little pine tree here. And he goes, bip, bap, boop. And it's a freaking pine it's a, tree. It's a tree. It's amazing. It's like a photorealistic yeah. pine tree. I'm like, yeah. how the fuck? Yeah. That looks like so much fun. Like if I, if you could do that, how fun is that? Yeah. And 
for some reason, <laughs> it I, I saw it. Instead of changing the channel, which I would have done a thousand times before, yeah. I watched it because I wanted to see what he was going to do. And that's what I think she means. The monster came in like, it was like, I got inspired in that moment to like, I want to learn how to do that. And that's what I did. I came home and that's awesome. started wanting that. to learn how to do it. And in this day and age, the beauty of life is that you can learn whatever you freaking want to learn online. Yeah. Like, you know, you can watch videos and, and read articles and download books and take tutorials and lessons. And that's what I did. That's awesome. And not to say that I'm some great artist. I just, I've been learning how really to do good, it. Trying, really good. Trying to learn how to do it. So, and I love doing it. So thank you, Derek. And likewise, by the way. It's all relative to, you know, what, what yeah. one person deems as art versus another. You know what I'm saying? But no, he's painting on a canvas. <laughs> And it's beautiful. No. I agree. I agree. No. I agree. As no. opposed to if I, with no tutorial, no things, just went. No, but I'm a good artist too. Art. Here's the thing, though. <laughs> no, but it's hard to this discern. This is my sometimes. point. This is my point because I find this with my son when he draws something because he's watching me draw and he's like, "That's really good, Daddy." And I'm like, "I'm like, thanks, dude. I, I, I like what you draw." He goes, "No, it's not as good as yours." And I stopped myself. I said, "No, that's not true." I said, "Art is." relative like it depends on who's looking at it and i said that's it doesn't matter because i had a kid i was a kid once and i had a teacher who said what is that and i said it's a bruce lee and she goes no it's not and i go and it ruined me it ruined me for years can't imagine why i can't imagine why it was so supportive yeah i mean this goes to why i was a teacher for so long because i'm like i want to write those wrongs for that Mm -hmm. person who's like that's not art right because to me, I was like, I had a class one day where or I was at a summer camp, and they're like, "We got to, you got to draw yourself." And I go, "I don't draw," and they're like, "No, yeah, oh, you do." Boy. I'm like, "No, I don't draw. I'm not a good artist." They're like, oh, "That's boy. crap. Oh, you have to draw yourself, otherwise you don't work here." And I'm like, "Okay," and it's, you know, and I got mm-hmm. back into art because of that person. That is a good right. exercise. So you can paint, but it may not be deemed as good to other people. But who gives a crap? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you, you're you doing your art. It is great. I love it. I love it, too. Thank you. But, you know, who cares what the... Obviously, it's important when people acknowledge something, right? You're no, amazing in that yeah. film. You're making, right? you're making a visual medium. Yes. So it's like, it's, it's, it's not... I'm not just painting for me. No. Like, I am painting because no. I like what if I'm If you're painting, just doing it for people yourself... People are going to look at it. Yeah. And if they go, that's... Meh. Like, I don't get it. Yeah. Meh. You wouldn't put like, it online if you weren't I doing it stop just yeah, yourself. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, I mean, I'm trying. It's nerve wracking. Yeah, know, to put stuff online and have people look at it. My my but my he, wife said the same. I said the same thing to my wife. She's like, "You should put these online. The, the pictures I do for my son." And mm-hmm. Dustin's backed me up on that. He's like, like, "You need to do." That. And I'm like, "But there was a time when I said, no, it's I. Oh. No, nah, I don't want to show with people what I did and just I felt right. self conscious about it." What are the Bodhi cartoons that are online that we notes, read? All notes, notes for, for Bodhi. Yeah. So, I mean, that's yeah. become yeah. kind of a popular thing. It Absolutely. is. I mean, I'm up to 777 notes. It's unbelievable. It is. It's unbelievable yes, that you cool. do that. Thanks. This is consistency this that you have. Very consistent. Incredible. Posting. It's every hard day. to do. It's, it's yeah. actually literally insane. And I say this to Zach every day in the best way. But like, I would have given up at three notes. I would have been like, <laughs> right. Oh, I, much I, content. I, I can't do this. Zach, every day, for everybody who doesn't know, if you go to Zach Schaefer, at Zach Schaefer on Instagram, yeah. you will see the most intricate, loving, it's not just art. It's like, he takes a character from the 80s, from his nostalgia. I mean, I've, I've called them notes for Dustin because I feel like they're speaking to me. <laughs> right. Bodhi doesn't know who 
you know, the character, I mean, he knows who the characters are, like Mascar, the cartoon or whatever, but there's certain yeah. people where I'm like, he doesn't know who this person is, he's talking to me. Because right. it's, it's like these, <laughs> but it's just so thoughtful and so loving yeah. and so like, have a great day. And you've done it, I think you've done it beyond 778 times, right? Because No, you, I'm because, up to, I've numbered them. But, but you, you were doing this like years and years before you started numbering. I went back and recounted how you, many. You did? Yeah, that I okay. didn't number. Oh, okay. So you've updated. Good. You have to, so the, the, the number is the number. So we're yes. legitimately 777. Yeah. at 777. <laughs> no, I haven't done seven, anything in, in 770 days. No. Seven days. Right. Well, it, it, it's, it comes from a place of like, now that I put it out there, I know that people are reading it. And what do I want the world to look like for my son, you know, for people and how, how I hope it should be? And when, positive messages. I think we all need a positive message every now and then absolutely. to uplift us. And so absolutely. I just throw that in there. When and, Ted Lasso became popular, did you have like people coming up to you going, <laughs> he did. do you Ted Lasso? I mean, you inspired, you're the Ted Lasso person. <laughs> I appreciate that. That's I told him. And, and all of a sudden you're popular. You're like, yeah, I don't know, positive, nice guy got popular. I don't know. It's, he, he, Dustin's always said, you're Ted Lasso. You're Ted Lasso. like, Look, and we've talked about this. We all have – the reality doing, is yeah. it's not always moonbeams and rainbows and all that shit. That's the reality. But, but that's why we need what's in the notes. That's yeah, why you need yeah. a Ted Lasso because we, we all, all need know a it's not like that. Yeah. What, if, what if you woke up every single morning and someone said, you are awesome. <laughs> you are special. <laughs> have an awesome day. I love you. What if someone said oh, that, that to you every single day? Every single day. Would your life be better? Yeah, I absolutely. say yes. Sure. What course. if you were an asshole and somebody said that to you though, and like, and then it went to your head, and then <laughs> nice. I like the know, balance. I'm just, I, this is the cynical side, Appreciate right? It. The, the, the Appreciate super kind, you, bro. the super cynical, and oh, and you and you felt like I'm, I, I'm everything I do shit. is awesome because everything somebody told me that I'm awesome, and I'm going to cut that line, and I'm going to cut you off in traffic, and I'm going to awesome. right. Like, what's the other? I'm not uh, granted. No, obviously, no, no. I, I know love you saying. and everything that you stand for. I just for. think that guy, I'm or just that, saying, that girl, that that's how they're going to behave regardless. Of, I agree. Uh, whether or not they whether or not they're told that, right. I whether or not they're told yeah. that, you're okay. That's, yeah, but I think that the the reason they start out that way that day every morning is maybe there's something in their life that isn't supported that that they didn't that they're looking for that they're not that they never got i agree you know mm-hmm. what i mean mm-hmm. that's why that totally person should that, yeah. go to the north shore without any blockers or protection yeah they should just show up it's there. a reality check i mean yeah. what a great test <laughs> it's a reality <laughs> it's a reality it's a reality check, check. really it's a, have you guys found any other place in your surfing travels that's like that as far as how the locals interact i haven't but you? i haven't been everywhere i've never been yeah. to brazil i've never been to tahiti you know like but but hawaiian culture and surfing you know I've never been in. There are like many that. localized. There are a lot of surf spots. Indonesia, yeah. for, you mentioned. Not like no, that. Not, not like, like that. that. No. no. It's not their culture. It's not the culture. Got it. Yeah. yeah. Um, Lee Germany, who's a friend of the show. <gasps> yes, he is a friend and, of the show. And he has a backstory with you. Uh, he met you a couple years ago at a convention and talked to you quite a bit about this. Um, Apparently, the f- first time he's introduced North Shore was a VHS tape. His friend recorded it on TV, but the tape ran out, so he never saw the final act, and his friend had to tell him what happened at the surf competition. Oh, classic. That was how he was introduced now, to North Shore. Has he seen it? He has. has, seen, has <laughs> he's seen it. Yeah, so we ever can since get him then, a DVD. <laughs> well, no, there's a st- I'll tell you offline something. He really great guy, lives up in Canada, um, and he had a question for you guys. He said... Um, he said that you had mentioned that down when you went to Hawaii, you went a few weeks prior to master your pigeon accent, mm-hmm. right? Uh, he was curious if you ever met the real, or sorry, if the real turtle had a cameo in the movie. 
Yes, he does. Brian King has a cameo in the movie. He's a gets to be in the background of a lot of scenes. The mm. most predominant scene that the real Turtle Brian King is in is when we go to the introduction of, hey, everybody's going to be in the pipe. Yeah, classic. The, the opening of the, the opening contest. Of contest thing. We walk in with all the pro surfers, and Brian is sitting in a bench to my right. I touch his shoulder. He goes like that, and then Matt and I walk into the room. So, yeah, Brian, I met Brian at the airport when I arrived in Hawaii. Brian oh, wow. gave me a ride to the Turtle Bay. And during that course of that ride, while we were talking, I said, are you the guy I'm supposed to be playing? Are you the guy this character's based on? He's like, yeah, I guess. So that I'm like, you're wow. living with me, bro. We're moving in together. You're, I need help. Yeah. And he... We moved in together. Gladly moved into the Four Seasons yeah. with you. How do you say this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it was a low-budget film. The coolest, so. <laughs> Lee, the coolest, the coolest thing is we – I went to the Turtle Bay. I go, I'm not going to learn anything here about Hawaii, being a local in the North Shore. Totally. I moved and rented a house that we called the Poop House because oh, it was this. next to the Pipe this. House. But yeah. it was oh, But it was us. Poop, but, but it was us. staying in it. So, <laughs> so we it's called the, the Poop, poop house. house. Fair enough. <laughs> little gray <laughs> house right by Okai Park. And then awesome. Brian King moved in and we just – he just – Spoon-fed me every line and every thought in that script. Oh, that's awesome. However, that house then became owned, you know, and lived in by Jamie O'Brien and Mick O'Brien, Jamie O'Brien. That was his house where he lived. And then he moved out and to another house up the way. And John John Florence and their family moved into that house. So that house has just this fucking rich, rich <laughs> in karmic juju of pipe of, oh, of Aokai pipeline. I'm, that's the kind of thing I'm happy because I'm a fanboy of Jamie O'Brien's and John John Florence's and the Florence family. Huge fan. It's the same deal. I love that. I love I that like, you guys Ooh. are. Yeah. 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 But then we're all real. We're all human. We don't, got, you know, at the end of the day. Yeah, I'm still, I'm a human being, but it blows my mind that Jamie O'Brien lived in that house after yeah. I did it and, yep. and, and played Turtle. And, then and he wasn't. John John was Florence he born lived yet? in that house. When we were, when we I, were there, I, 1987. Right. How we old were there is, in 87. I have no idea. Is Jamie? I have no idea. Like, that house is got It is pretty that's amazing. A trip. That's it's a awesome. trip. That yeah. to me is oh, important. Yeah. yeah. That's so you never, like you said, someone can, something can be important. Whitewater summer can be everything to someone. It's true. New kids can be everything. Yeah. New kids, kids could be everything. New kids could be everything to someone. And you can't, you don't want to disrespect that. That's because we're all people, like you said. I just love what you said about new kids with your interaction what with I Lori Laughlin. What I say about it? Like when that scene, there's a scene, and for those people who haven't seen New Kids, it's a very, it's a must, it's a must see uh, Sean Cunningham directed, uh, down and dirty horror flick, yeah, thriller kind of thing. Under, yeah, a very Sleeper, underrated, underrated James Spader, uh, but, Eric but Lori Laughlin is the innocent girl, and you are just like messing with her in that ki- in the library computer scene great and scene. getting in her One face. Of my favorite and, scenes. Oh, it's such a great scene, and you're such a down and dirty dude, and. Evil. What is it you like though? What's well, it? you you said like, didn't you say <laughs> when you filmed that scene that that you kind of went a little off script or? Uh, oh yeah, yeah, a little off improvised. Yeah, yeah. Made I, it made it uncomfortable for her. Tried to, yeah, in a good way because it's it was, effective. Yeah. How do you make it uncomfortable for someone whose life is so comfortable? Yes, and cannot be threatened or yeah. touched by anything that they can control. You know, like she looks good from every angle. Mm-hmm. No one's ever rude to her. She gets whatever she wants. So how can an actor coming into a scene with this beautiful, you know, untouchable star make her physically and viscerally against her will feel bad? Yeah. For real. So, yeah, I had some help on that. Yeah, that's good stuff. 
Um, by the way, these questions that we're asking oh. you, typically we do them Thanks, from, a, from, a, um, from a, we do a segment on our Patreon, which is like an exclusive, you asked how we make money sometimes, that's how we do it, mm-hmm. through Patreon, and we do like a segment called $2, 6 questions, is where it's like rapid, not rapid fire, but we ask questions to you guys, and it's very similar to what these fans and are doing for you right now. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. anyways, that's cool. Okay. Lori Laughlin's daughter, by the way, on Dancing with the Stars, huh? How would I know? I have not. Uh, <laughs> what are you supposed to know about not that? Not watched the dancing. With the you don't stars. need to watch I, that. Nor should you. You have no reason to. Uh, Is she awesome? She's talented. I don't. I'm. I, you know. I just feel like somebody who's famous that? because your mom got arrested for. You know. I want to say Lori was you. fucking awesome with me on the movie set. I'm just saying, as an actor, you're yeah, yeah. working with a person. Uh, listen, I got that. Get, I, yeah. Did you get it, that? You weren't like yes, like yes, Lori. I went to USC. No, no, no. Lori married. One of my fraternity brothers, who was awesome. No, I yeah, yeah. But as Everybody's an actor in the awesome. 80s, like, yes. how do I approach this person and make them feel bad? You do it. Yeah, I used it with. I used it. I used an odor. I, I put a ton of really disgusting <laughs> cologne on. Oh, Mus- that's musk- great. Musky. So you smell this thing. If you're gonna breathe through your nose, like fuck, I can't breathe. This guy smells so bad. Little little tricks like that. You that's great. The trade. Actually, trade. that's I love that. Because that is such an uncomfortable thing, being oh, someone next next to someone who smell. smells bad. Mm-hmm. That guy yeah. smells terrible. Um, that, I smell a little something. No. Do you? Oh, that's just my fart. From, yeah, I'm <laughs> farting this whole from, time. From 90 minutes ago. Uh, oh, and just to Zach's point, I want to say that if anyone that, that joins the highest tier, our, our good guy, good girl tier, mm. they can ask the questions you know, that, you, that we're asking today. You guys can ask those yourself. All the time of anybody. Yeah, this is, is just a special thing. No, no, okay. no, no, no sure. I was, I was breaking the fourth wall. That was for <laughs> sure. you guys. That I've been breaking it the whole time for the yeah. for the twenty three. Um, all right, so one it? more question. Oh, thanks, Zach. Yeah. Uh, okay, blah, Rich. Blah, 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 blah. Okay, Rich says my favorite movie has always been North Shore. You guys are familiar Aww. with that movie. Thanks, Rich. What is thanks, Rich. What is your favorite movie individually oh. of all time? Uh, good one. Good, Rich. Thank you, Zach. You're Who's welcome. your favorite child? <laughs> of course you do. Of course Ted, you do. Ted Lasso. Let's be honest. Of, of yeah. all time. You want me to go while you think about it? Because I know. Oh, okay. Go. My favorite movie is a movie called Miller's Crossing. It's a Coen Brothers movie with Gabrielle Excellent. Byrne and uh, and uh, some other John great, Turturro. Albert John Turturro, Albert Finney. It is my favorite movie of all time. I've watched it more than any other movie. I can't get enough of it. I just love it. And um, I and it was even remade by by. Whedon, Josh Whedon, re- tried to remake it with cool kids and stuff, you know, in a cool oh. kid way. <clears throat> but he didn't they call it Miller's Crossing. It was cool thin, thinly veiled, okay. but, um, you know, he, we all, you know, fans of Miller's Crossing know, but that is my cold favorite movie in the we whole. We did a lot of quoting of Albert oh, Finney, like a lot of Miller's Crossing. Oh, yes. I fuck, because I just Great movie. I just can't. It is one of the great. I think it's the greatest movie ever made. That's for me. I'm not going to say my it's life. my favorite, but I mean, I... You you all, you I I, you appreciate movie. it too. I appreciate that movie. I, I good one. I'm gonna good say one. this, and I think that this I, I I'm gonna I'm gonna be real vulnerable with you, Ooh. okay, Rich, because this answer is gonna make me sound not super smart or or into film or I don't know <laughs> shit about film. And if that's your favorite movie, then you're an idiot. Yeah, I can't stand that. So, but I'm gonna give my answer anyway. And my favorite movie of all time. Please be earnest. Goes to camp. Please be earnest. Goes to camp. Please be earnest. Goes to camp. And over again <laughs> is Midnight Run. Oh, 
Oh, of course. Wow. Midnight course, Run yeah. over is over a perfect again. movie. Wow. In every way. Yeah, it's good. To me. And it's a good one. It's good. I could say a lot of other movies, because when you ask somebody that question, like, what's your favorite movie, they'd give you five. Yeah. But that's not the question. No. So I was forced to pick one. Yeah. That's what I pick. Midnight Run is the best movie. Why would ever you say? Made. Why would you apologize for that before yeah. you even said yeah. that? That's because like one of the greatest. Comedy, because no, it's a comedy. Because it's a comedy. It's comedy, but it's not comedy because your wife. You know what I mean? Nope. That's like funny about that. It's not. Uh, and then I'm going to go eat a steak. You didn't say Citizen Kane. I didn't say. Nope. You know what I mean? Like nope. I didn't say some nope. highfalutin intellectual. Nope. Like we covered this. It's Midnight Run. It's the most entertaining best movie that's ever been made. It's what is important to you, not to the masses. I said it. Shows a Robert De Niro. I said it out loud. Oh, it's, that, it's that's so, a great movie. It's, yeah. yeah. No, I mean, I feel like most people are like posing anyway when they say a certain thing or whatever, and you, you could dig, be you dig deeper. Could be. Um, you mean I was posing when I? No, said Miller's no, Crossing's no, deep too. Miller's Crossing's because Citizen awesome. Kane. Oh, 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 when they're posing with the Godfather, oh, Fellini film. Oh, I like Nine and a Half. Well, no one's seen this movie. and I just feel like that period of Martin Brest movies. It's like some of the best. You know, Beverly Hills Cop. It's like. When he when he actually when he wrote Gigli and directed obviously and it was one of the worst mo- reviewed movies of you mm-hmm. know the last thirty five years or whatever that actually hurt me because I was like I was having this realization like yeah is he just a terrible writer like why why is this so bad because the person who made Midnight Run could would never make this <laughs> right and it was right. so inexplicable I, I had like a crisis of of identity sure. for a minute. But sure. I think it's. I think it's. He didn't write Midnight Run. Right. He didn't write it. So direct. Yeah. So anyway, and it is a perfect script. It is a yeah. perfect. It is a perfect movie in every way. Some people have said that about Miller's Crossing too. Mm-hmm. That it's a perfect film because, and, and honestly, it's not a Coen Brothers film that gets put at the top of their list. Mm-hmm. When people think of Coen Brothers movies, typically. Fargo, Big Lebowski, right? Those are the Raising top. Arizona. Raising Arizona, which is Absolutely. a personal all favorite great of mine. Mo- all oh, great Miller's Crossing, Crossing was a, a departure for it them. It was because it's way yeah. more dramatic. Mm-hmm. It has the comedic elements to it. But that shot where he's taking, uh, is it Totoro he's taking Turturro off into the woods? Yeah. Oh, so good. It stands up on my arms. And the soundtrack is so good. The whimsical kind of you know score for that film is beautiful. Great And Albert Finney is just, he's just... Unbelievable. Today's audience Watch. doesn't really know who Albert Finney is. Yeah. Daddy Warbucks, yeah. maybe they the might. The dresser know. was probably the best. Uh, the dresser was unbelievable. But the Miller's Crossing yeah. is a perfect movie, also. It's yeah. like, but it's important to you guys. That's why. That's why Rich yeah. asked that. Yeah. So there you go. Thanks, Rich. There yeah. you go, Rich. Yeah. So no Star Wars or anything like that. Um, really quick, I know it's been asked a lot, but just to 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 wrap it up, no North Shore two ever. Well, right. I, well, I wouldn't say no, never. I mean, I've heard just was it was within six months ago, I got some things going, we're really going to do this. You know, it's based on Cobra Kai and we've got the script oh. and someone said oh. yes. Like, oh, we're just taking that as a as a reference. And I'm like, I, I'll believe that when I see it. I have never seen a script. I've never been made an offer. I, you know, yeah. I tried to promote for it at one point. Yeah. That didn't happen. You know, I've heard people say we'd like this and then I've gone through different stages where I'm like why would you want to try to touch a, a golden little nugget like that and Re- ruin it with a thing and I people money. do it oh, for the money that, people yeah. do it for the money so I have nothing to do with it and I will read a script that comes my way but I can't I wouldn't I can't promise you that I would want to go back and revisit this unless it was something 
that I really needed the money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> How about you, Matt? I'll definitely never, never do the sequel. I'm just kidding. I don't want to say that. I wouldn't say that. <laughs> never you say know, never, right? Never first know. of all, I will say this. If, if like, you know, there have been, you know, whispers of it and people trying to, you know, get it off the ground and it's a very, very difficult thing to do for apparently through Universal and not wanting to give up the rights to the movie, mm. but them not having an interest in making another one. Um, you know, he said, like, if there's a script, I'll read any script. I don't, like, I don't know that I would be able to judge a script. Like, I don't know that I can read screenplays anymore and know if they're any good or not. Like, yeah. I, I have trouble. I always had trouble with that. Reading things in script format and understanding how they translate into a, a, a movie as a good movie or a bad, good script or a bad script. I, but if, if I can't, if I don't want to put a script down, I guess that would be a good indication. Would think that you would think so, but if I read North Shore and I just it, there's very little about that that appeals to me in the idea yeah. of trying to like very few movies, as we've discussed many times, you know, the three of us and the four of us achieve this kind of level of this weird cult following that yeah. have such a uh, an enduring fan base and generational passing it on to kids and passing it on to their kids like how is that going to be served by a sequel it just seems like all you're going to do is is shit on the nugget that is all you're going to do is is cast a there's North Shore. Yeah, but the shitty-ass sequel they made. Like, like Point yeah. How is that ever going to be I good? know, Point Break. Oh, yeah. How so are you true. ever going to make can it you good? Touch it? How yeah. can you ever gonna, touch that? What are you going to yeah. do to it that's going to be good? Yeah. Right. Does it improve the situation? Right. Yeah. I mean, if you wanted to make a movie about the North Shore now with different characters and some tie, some tie to the legacy of it, sure, okay. But... To make a North Shore 2 just seems like a terrible idea to me. Agreed. They did. It was yeah. called Airborne, I think, in the 90s. Airborne. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. It was they about a kid, a rollerblader, who goes to Cincinnati, Ohio. Hair so oh, yeah. Jack Black's first movie. A, <laughs> yeah, a timeless story. Oh, the story, it's a timeless the timeless story fish out of water. Yeah, fish out of water. Sports thing. Absolutely. But, Make a million of those. Yeah. Yeah. Just don't call yeah. it North Shore 2. Totally. Or, you know, you know. Well, I, I think ultimately at the end of the day, what it shows to me anyways is that there is such a love, like you said, this this fandom behind it. People crave more. It is nice that North Shore got finally released on Blu-ray. So because digital uh, physical media is making a comeback mm-hmm. because there is this because digital media is being edited. Right. So these versions are coming out on Disney Plus. But like I always use the splash analogy, they um, they added hair to Daryl Hannah's butt in splash on the digital version for Disney Plus mm. because it's too risque. Hair? They hair added hair on her on her backside. Oh, mermaid. You know, to the cover butt, up her the butt, butt hair. Oh, the hair, yeah, butt? yeah. yeah. So you know oh, butt yeah. hair. I just wanted to discuss the audience. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so they, say, I, they wanted She's to add a hair butt? on her wow. butt. <laughs> That's like a guy added that more blonde, yeah. right? So, <laughs> so the the digital, uh, right. so they're finally North Shore's on Blu-ray, which is great. You know, people are huge, and it looks fantastic, by the way. The transfer, you guys, and you can't see the still can't see the sty in your eye at the last scene. In the wig, in the wig. Yeah, I mean, oh, if, oh, if, you can if see I the get wig. a wig, for, I don't. I, I never know, noticed until he pointed it out. <laughs> Do you have about the wig in Whitewater Summer? You see that wig? Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I've noticed a lot of things in Whitewater Summer that you know. Wigs are bad. Zach owns that wig. Wig. That I own that wig. It's right next to my rooster. Collector. In the kitchen. Yeah. Master collector. Um, on the microwave. I think it's safe to say that we've taken up 
a lot of your time. Whoa. How'd we do? How'd we do? We tapped out at 38. Hey, 38. Tapped out. You, you guys, guys are start awesome. Tapped out. Tapped out. Yeah. Yeah. You're awesome. Yeah. Good yeah. Yeah. Thank you, guys. No. Thank you, guys. No. Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys, really. This is awesome. You guys are awesome. Can't wait to hear You're great. It. You're going to have a great day. The rest Go of your Saturday is going to be amazing because you're oh, beautiful Saturday. and you're wonderful. <laughs> right. Yep. Thanks. Oh, I Dude, feel so thanks, good YouTubes. Now. Yeah, thank yeah, you, thanks, YouTubers. guys, for thank you, watching, YouTubers, listening, really. all that good stuff. Yeah. All right. Awesome. Thanks, John. Thanks, Matt. Any final That's thoughts, fun. guys? Do you anything you want to want to talk promote? Go to the or? bathroom so, so okay, bad. That, I will, and I will go. Wait, and I hope there are no dividers yeah, in the urinal section because <laughs> I hate those dividers. So on oh, yeah, that yeah. note, we should probably wrap, wrap it up then. Wrap, Very good. Wrap it up. Thanks. All right. Thank you, everybody. Thanks, guys. I feel sorry for the guy in the booth. Peace, Mike. Mike. Hey, Mike. Yeah, the Mike. He's gone. All right. He's gone. All right. Yeah, there he <laughs> is. All right. <laughs> Can't wait to see. Thanks, you guys. And see. Awesome. Woo! Woo! It's the nature of the beast to satisfy his every appetite. He's never worried about. Listen, I just wanted to say goodbye and remind you that the good guys always win, even in the 80s. All right, thanks so much for listening. We really appreciate it. Don't forget to subscribe and give us a four... Is it five-star rating? <laughs> Don't forget to subscribe and give us a five-star rating on iTunes. We really... Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a five-star rating on iTunes. If you listen to us on Spotify, that's great, too. And you can find us on the Internet. <laughs> Don't forget to check out our website at $2LateFee.com and follow us on Instagram and Facebook at $2LateFeePodcast. We'll see you next time. We did it. You're listening to the Geekscape Network.